2: O Come All Ye Faithful, one of the most famous Christmas carols ever written, dates back to, well, no one's precisely sure when it dates back to. Originally, it was in Latin, of course, Um, John Francis Wade may have had something to do with it. Uh, various other people may have had something to do with it. It, it. Probably from around the late 17th, early 18th century. And it's one of those songs where we sing it every year. Every Christmas. And I was at a Christmas service um this evening. Very posh one. Very posh one. Celebrities were there. Royalty was there. Oh, yes. And... We had to sing, O Come All Ye Faithful. I'd never really listened or paid any attention to any of the lyrics, lyric, after the first verse. We know the first verse, O Come All Ye Faithful, Joyful and Triumphant, O Come Ye, O Come Ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us... And... Goes like that, doesn't it? Goes like that. And those words are great because they fit. Those words fit perfectly. Have you ever seen the lyric to the second verse? I'm going to be honest. It lets the song down massively. It doesn't scan at all. And it doesn't make any sense. And like most carols, it's obsessed with wombs. Imagine you're singing about wombs. I get it. It's a baby. But there are so many of them about wombs. I don't want to be thinking about a womb at Christmas. I don't even know what a womb looks like. I've never even really said the word womb as many times as I've said it now. If you keep saying womb, it doesn't sound like a word. "Woom." The second verse is awful. So you've got the um, pattern of, O come all ye faithful. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. dun. dun, dun, dun. The first line is... God of God. What? First line, second verse. God of God. Well, how the bloody hell is that meant to scan? There's no scan. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful. God of God. It do not work. You think, well, don't worry, because in the second line, they'll pick up some of the lost syllables, won't they? Of course that's what they'll do. So you've gone from, O come, all ye faithful, six, to God of God, three. So you've halved the syllables. The next line, second line, first verse, joyful and triumphant, six syllables again, twelve syllables. Second line of the second verse, light of light, it's another three, what are you doing? Why would you even do that? And then instead of the brilliant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. I mean, it's brilliant, it's cheating a bit because you're repeating, oh, come ye, oh, come ye. Listen to this nonsense. Low apostrophe. What? In the middle of a sentence? You've done one word and you're doing low apostrophe. He abhors... uh, not the virgin's womb. What? Hang on a minute. He, he abort horse? Not. So he likes the virgin's womb. What the hell does that mean? That is messed up, man. And I'm trying to sing this with my two children and royalty and celebrities. And it's, we are like a million syllables behind the first verse. It's The scanning is all over the shop, guys. So then, come and behold him. Five. We get very God. What does that even mean? Very God. Three syllables. Oh, that's very God. Yeah, that's very God. Begotten, not created. I genuinely, I genuinely do not know what that means. Begotten, not created. What? Oh, uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it dawned on me today that oh Come All Ye Faithful is one of the biggest piles of crap I have ever heard. It's it's deceptive, it's got quite a good tune, but then so does uh, um, Too Many Broken Hearts by Jason Donovan. Do you know what I mean? It's quite a good tune, its lyrical content doesn't bear any investigation. It's pony! Then we have the fun bit. Oh, come, let us adore him. And it gets louder. <laughs> Verse three. Oh, come, all ye faithful. Six. See how the shepherds. Five. We've dropped a syllable. That's all right. It just means we're, we're extending a lot of words. One, two-syllable words. We're extending for five, six notes. That doesn't seem right. Summoned to his cradle, leaving their flocks, draw nigh with lowly fear. Alright, that's quite good, I like that. Leaving their flocks, they draw nigh with lowly fear. Basically, they are cacking themselves. They've abandoned the sheep. Forget the sheep. This is more important, it's the baby Jesus. It's tiny little Jesus, isn't it? But they're scared of him. They're scared of him, scared of a baby. And then, I don't know what this line means. We too will thither. What is thither? What's a thither? I don't. I don't even know, Alan. Alan, do you know what yeah. thi- do you know what thither means? To me, what it means. Thank you. If Alan doesn't know what thither means, mm, how is anybody supposed to know? We will too thither. <sighs> oh... 03-44-499-1000. Oh, this is talk radio. Um, lots to talk about this evening. It's going to be a busy show. But I think we need to acknowledge that our Christmas carol is a pony. We think they're good. When I was flicking through the, the programme, like this thing, Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. Oh, I like that one. Um, oh, Come All Ye Faithful. I like that one. Heart the Herald Angels. Yeah, I like that one. You analyse them. You look at them. The first verse for a lot of these things is pretty strong, and then after that, it's like they don't give it. They don't give a toss. They're, they wrote the first verse. To, oh, come all ye faithful! High fives. Let's go and get donuts, guys. And then they got back with ten minutes to go to finish the rest. I'll let, we'll let the new lad do it. We'll just, 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 just write another th- three verses, similar thing. You've got, you got that, you just do it. They come in the next day when they've got to perform the song for the first time in front of, I don't know, God or like the Queen or something. They're going, this doesn't scan. What have you done, you muppet? The first line should have six syllables. You've gone with three. God of God. God of God. Imagine the stupidity. These people. And it is for this reason, dear listener, I am saying we should um have a ban on all Christmas carols. They're rubbish. They don't they don't withstand scrutiny. How cool would it have been, right? If um at this very, very posh Christmas carol service what I was at O three four 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 nine nine one thousand, by the way. If at this very, very posh Christmas carol service what I was at. They said, yeah, we've handed out the hymn sheets and we've realised that actually all the hymns are are, 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 a pony. So what we're going to do is, um, do you all know Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney? Yes, we'll do that. We'll we'll, 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 we'll sing that instead. And they get it on the organ or they should do that. Much more fun. Finishing with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by Roy Wood. Much more fun. These songs are awful, guys. You've been sold a lie. You've been sold a puppy. You've been told that these Christmas carols are uh, worthwhile and meaningful. They ain't neither. They are dirgeful. And that's a word, isn't it, Alan? Yeah, definitely. Thank you. They are dirgeful. 03444991000. Oh, 03444991000. Four, I'm starting a revolution, guys. And the revolution is we kick out the jams, mother fluffers, to misquote the MC5 ever so slightly. Um, and we say no, no to Christmas cows. I'm not saying no to Jesus. That's for another night. I'm not saying no we don't we don't want to you know we will acknowledge that it's maybe something to do with jesus let's just get rid of the christmas carols guys they don't work they suck oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm ian lee
0: this is talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio
1: we have ways of making you talk
2: 03444991000 is the telephone number. Who's with me? Who's with me, guys? <laughs> Who is with me? Christmas carols—they do not cut the mustard. 03444991000, geeky girl.
3: Hey, hip
4: hip
2: hip 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 hip. What you got for us?
4: Oh, what kind of cake I was going to say. Mm.
2: I'm really. Here's the thing, geeky girl. As you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm I'm failing miserably to the point where I went into um, my local petrol station tonight, which uh, and I've not been in there for a while. And I know okay. the fella that works there. He's called Abdul. It's not me being racist; that's actually his name. And I've not seen him for a couple of months. And he looked okay. at me. He looked down at my stomach. Oh! Took a step back and went oh. and went. Whoa! Oh nice. And I went yeah and I was buying chocolates. That was quite rude of him though. Well no, I
5: yeah,
2: yeah I mean it was kind of quite rude, but he but he's a he's a good man. He's a very he's good a man. Friend. Yeah. He's a very very bad. good man and he, he he didn't I think he was genuinely in shock that
6: yeah. I
2: was putting on so much weight.
4: Oh, but you're hibernating as well this time of year.
2: Yes, exactly. It We're storing up, aren't we, you see?
4: I think so. How we,
2: you know, our biology. How do, like right, you know when animals hibernate?
4: Well, not personally, but no. yeah, I know of it. Do they actually,
2: I mean, does a squirrel actually go to sleep for four months?
3: <sighs> I'm, yeah. Uh, now, there's a
2: question, isn't there? Because that's kind of. <laughs> in the cartoons in the cartoons, we take it for granted. in Blue Peter, we take it for granted with the tortoises. But do the animals actually go to sleep?
4: I'm going to say something maybe controversial go here. On. I didn't think that squirrels hibernated; I just thought they couldn't get food, so they store the food up when and then when food is scarce, they can go and dig it up. I didn't think they hibernated. I
2: could be wrong, you know. You could, well, you, do you know what? You might be onto something. How many years does a squirrel live for? What's the life expectancy of a squirrel these days? That's a good I'm
4: Well, rats and mice hey. can live around five years, can't they?
2: Isn't it funny? Yeah. Isn't it funny, Geeky Girl? We see squirrels every day of our lives, and yet yeah. we know so little about them. Send them back! Well, Send them you- back, I say! Send them back!
4: I've tried to befriend them and say hello, but they tend to run away.
2: I miss the good old British, excuse me, the good old English red squirrel. Um, oh, let's Let's send the grey ones back whence they came. Coming over here, murdering our English squirrels.
4: Aren't they all in the Isle <laughs> of Wight, hiding?
2: Um, there is in a um, park in America, um, somewhere in Los Angeles, there is... Um, there are squirrels that still have the bubonic plague. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And this isn't even me um, uh, sc- scaring people. This is this is true. There are squirrels that have the bubonic plague in America.
4: Oh, are they not quarantined? No, no, no. They're running wild.
2: There was they, they found it on uh, about two years ago for some reason. They caught some squirrels as you do, and Who they does did... that? Sorry?
4: Who does that?
2: Um, Elvis Presley. Okay. And, um, I don't know, like, Squirrel Rangers. Maybe <laughs> Squirrel Rangers, I it don't know. It
4: could be a job, it could be a job.
2: Um, and um, they found that they had the bubonic plague. And then also, oh. in some parts of um, England, there are squirrels that are addicted to crack. What? Yes! This are is these true. Are
4: grey squirrels?
2: well probably probably mm-hmm. um this is true um because people apparently it's really nice to smoke crack with, <laughs> no but and I'm not saying smoke crack don't smoke crack at all okay bad but it's quite some people enjoy smoking crack in parks underneath yes. this is absolutely true underneath oh. trees right wow. and when you're high on um crack sometimes you lose like the little rocks and stuff now so you have your, your pipe, oh, yeah, 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 Well, oh, and you go off, you you, you kind of wander home. Um, and then the, the, um, Tufty comes down, and he's looking for um, little bits of food that yeah. you might have left there. Little crumbs. Little crumbs, and he goes, oh, i love, oh, look at this, it's like a nice bit of cake, and um, he becomes addicted to crack, and that's true. Do
4: you think we're going to see a squirrel sort of breaking bad?
2: No. That's a stupid thing to say, Geeky Girl. It probably was. What have you called in for? What have you got?
4: Well, um, slightly odd thing to suggest. Yes. But, you know, sometimes you wish you had another pair of hands.
2: Um, I don't think I do. Oh. What for?
4: Well, you know when you're doing stuff and, like, you're trying to do three things at once... Are and you, you talking, like,
2: like having... sex stuff? I wasn't, but you could go there if you wanted. I don't particularly want to, because the whole concept... <laughs> imagine making love to, um, like, an Indian god s God Ooh. or goddess, because they've got eight arms. Some of them. Vishnu, um, Satnanjaya... I just okay. made that name up. If that is an actual Indian <laughs> god's really name, then flipping it, I'm... I'm uh, who is it? Is it Vishnu that's got eight arms to hold you? Um... I... Oh, no, I've passed. Hang on a second. Alan? Yes, Ian? I'm going to ask you a trivia question, okay? Okay. What 1965 movie was originally called Eight Arms to Hold You? It, oh, I don't know. My films from the 60s are not very good. Okay, Alan, well, that's a shame. That's a shame. If anyone knows, 03444991000. Maybe you know Geeky Girl.
4: Was it a Beatles film? Could be. I'm going to say a hard day's night.
2: Incorrect answer. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If um, uh, it sounds like geeky girl, need some help.
4: I do, but but should I tell you about this uh, thing? Yeah, go. I've on. Seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, some people, maybe not you, but some people think sometimes they could use another pair of hands to, yes. to sort of finish the work. Okay. Off. And uh, well, you can get one more arm and hands now. What? Non-invasive EEG-based control of a robotic arm. I don't. Well, I have literally now, got
2: no idea what you're talking well, about.
4: Well, imagine this: if you yeah. now yes. just using your brain waves, yeah. You, can, yeah, you can control a robotic arm.
2: Can you? Can you?
4: Yeah. Now. EEG, I mean, around your brain, all the time, there's electrical fields jumping all around, Okay. Mm -hmm. Whenever you blink, whenever you look one way, whenever you think about something... Whenever you
2: block or mute idiots on Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you wear, um, like, a swimming cap with little electrodes all over it, Um... you can record an EEG, right? Mm. So now, they've got to the point where... You can control a robotic arm just with your thoughts. Wearing a swimming cap, with electrodes on.
2: Alan if, you ha- Alan, if you had an extra arm, yeah. what would you do with it? <laughs> I'll make a cup of tea. Beautiful, beautiful. That's that's science, geeky girl. Be- yeah. Being used to the maximum. What would you do with the other? T- wait, wait a minute. What would you do with the other two arms, Alan? Make a sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're making a sandwich with your real arms. Yeah. And then the fake ones making you a nice cup of tea. Yeah. Beautiful. That is actually genius. That's genius. That is genius.
4: Well, this is in the University of Minnesota Uh,
2: in America. They've
4: demonstrated that. There's a cool video of it.
2: We're asking tonight if you had a third arm, can it be any X? Can they do any appendage robotically? Well, it's an
4: arm as in. Something that can move up and down, left and right, Steady. and it's got some grips, oh. like like fingers to pick up things. Ken, just...
2: hello. If you had a third arm, what? Hello. W- yes, hello, Ken. Yes, I can hear you, Ian. Okay. If you had a third arm,
7: what would yes. you do with that third arm? <laughs> oh dear come on now listen i would like to sing to you you can sing ken you can
2: sing to me in a minute you can sing to me in a minute but i I do want to know the answer to the question if you had a
7: third arm what would you do with it ken if i had a third arm what would i do with it that's a good question isn't it just
2: thank you geek it's a good question geeky girl you're welcome
7: what would I do with a third down? Just trying to think what I would do it for. Well, if I was, a, if I was still at the back of my trade as a bricklayer, mm-hmm. I'm a retired bricklayer, yeah. man, the look at the bricks I could have laid with three arms, eh?
2: So Ken would lay things. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, And by the way, this is a serious plea, guys. If you, if you want to put off Ken singing um, uh, as long as possible, I suggest calling in now. 0344 Thank you, Geeky Girl. Welcome. Bye bye. Um, and it's as simple as that, guys. We're getting lots and lots of new listeners every single day, and it's wonderful. Thank you, Ken. I will come back to you in a minute. I promise. Um, and it's unlike any other phone-in show out there. Uh, it's not one of those lazy, formulaic uh, uh, shows. And some people get a little bit uncomfortable about that, and they want me to sit here and set questions and ask, you know, a question and 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 do all kinds of things and point at people and go, "Ooh, look at them! Aren't they weird?" Um, we're not doing that. Um, I will sit here, and, um, I will talk, and you're welcome to call in about any of the things I talk about, or anything that you want to talk about. There are rules. Well, there's one rule. You can't call in about Trump or Brexit unless you have something original to say about it. Because... So much phone-in radio at the moment is about Trump and Brexit. And while I realise both of these things are important, they're also tedious, because everybody's phoning in saying the same kind of things. Oh, well, red, white and blue, black Oh, Trump is... Yeah, he's going to crush All of that stuff. Um, so unless you have something completely new and original to say about um, Trump or Brexit, they are verboten. Understand? Good. With that in mind, dear listener, 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian
0: Lee. This is Talk Radio. The wild man
1: of Late Night Radio is back.
0: Ian Lee on Talk, talk radio. radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 is the telephone
2: number. How do we beat bullies? How do we beat trolls? We hold the mirror up to them um dj oxy's on the line
3: hey man this is your party pop prince dj oxy speaking to ian lee live on the radio tonight how you doing man yeah i'm, I'm good dj oxy hey. say hello yeah say hello to my friend ken hey hello. ken how you doing man hello ken Who's the TV speaking it's DJ Oxy man. I'm like a pop party prince from the way back in the early 90s. I did some big records. I hear you're a singer, man.
7: <laughs> I don't think I'm a singer, but I love to sing about Jesus. I love to sing about God.
3: Well, I like to sing about babies like this, man. Here we go. <laughs> Ah, deep. Hey, do you remember yeah. that hit, man? I, it, uh, me and yes. Ian, we did that mm. hit back in 2000. It's a little yeah, bit hard. Yeah. DJ
2: Otzi, it's a little bit... And when you when you play the music, we kind of can't hear what you're doing.
3: But you, ca- well, Yeah, well, uh, yeah.
5: yeah. But exactly. Yeah.
3: That's exactly what I was trying to do for you, man, because but, you know the hits. Me and you, we met in Vienna back in the year 2000. You said to me, DJ Otzi, you got to re-record that song. I don't remember... And we did it... It was a worldwide hit, man. I don't remember. Hey, hey. Hey, Ken. Wait, wait, what, what are you using over there, guys? What?
7: What are you using over there, guys? Who, 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 what, is go- who what is going on? Listen, Ian, I would like to sing that uh, choir. Hey, tell
2: you what, t- 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 Ken, okay, if you can sing Hey Baby by DJ Otzi, then boy, oh boy, you can have the rest of the show. No, I'll sing hey! that. On hey! Ooh, ooh. Ah, I want to know oh, 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 If you'll be my Ken
7: I used to sing that a long time ago Did
2: you really? Yeah
7: I'll no, tell you no. what Ken I'll tell you what yes. If you sing
2: A bit of that One little burst of that I'll let you sing All of O Come O Ye Faithful
7: Oh, I can only, I can just remember, a, a, a verse. oh, what was that, the, how did it go again, give me a try to start again? Sing it to him, DJ Otzi.
3: He goes, one, two, three, four, hey,
7: hey, okay.
3: baby. hey,
7: hey baby, I want to know wanna... if you'll be my girl, that's the one. Ken, sing, i oh, come all you faithful, away you go, buddy. Okay, here we go, then. Are you ready? This yes. Is, this is a wonderful, this is a wonderful, I mean, here we go. Here we go. Oh, come.
2: So, DJ Otzi.
3: Hey, you remember when we met back in Vienna I, and you said to me, you got to record that song, man. I don't remember. That's just, you remember? Come on. I don't. Week, I caught you in a bit of a mood. You forget about me, man. I, I mean, I remember you calling, but I don't
2: remember Vienna in the year 2000. The year 2000, yeah. <laughs> Is there someone there we were, with you? We were in Vienna together. Hey, what what are you using over there, man? What? What are you using over I'm there? I'm not using anything. No, is you
8: using the dollar? What? The French franc? What do you mean? Where? What are you using over there? In
2: hey, Otzi, I've got... Say hello, to, yeah? um, say hello to... Say hello to my little friend. My friend... I've Ooh. got my friend Mark here. Mark, say hello to DJ
9: Otzi. Hello, DJ Otzi.
3: Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm your old party pop prince from the year 2000 with my hit, Hey Baby. Ian yeah. Lee and me, me, we met, Mark. Yeah, We met in the year 2000 in Vienna, and he said to me, you guys, we record this hit and put the ooh and the out ah in it, and I, it was a massive hit around the world, Mark.
9: Yeah, I remember the song. I don't remember being involved. We must have
2: been so wasted. <laughs> If that was the case. Mark, uh, Mark ask, was there. He was there too, yeah. man. Ask, um, DJ Artsy, ask Mark what, what he's doing here in the studio with me this evening. you like this. Hey, Mark. Yep. What are you using
8: over there, man? Oh, <laughs> what
3: are you doing, man? What, 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 why are you in this studio, man?
9: Uh, I'm filming a video
3: for YouTube. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I'm on YouTube, man. I'm all over YouTube. If you type in DJ Oxy, okay. hey baby, all yeah. of my things come up, man. I'm going to and cut you things off things now, are... DJ Oxy.
2: Don't come here. We go. Um, Paul and Charlotte, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. Uh, you are here. Fil- you are here filming yes. this evening. Yeah. Is there anything you're very professional? <laughs> You've got two cameras. Yeah. Um, is there anything you need me to do?
9: Yeah, just be you.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. But you, I am too. So you seem like a nice man. Beard. <laughs> beard. I'm loving the beard. Beard <laughs> brothers. Um, all right, Mark. You you you, you filmed stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call. Um, let's go to Charlotte. Evening, Charlotte.
10: Hello. Hello, that Charlotte. DJ Thingy's a bit lively, isn't it? I know. I
2: suppose it is. Um, it it is the season to be jolly, isn't it? Be a twat. Well, <laughs> oh, come on. Unf- unfair. Low blow. Although, um, I don't know if you uh, use the uh, social networking site called Twitter. There were loads of them around today. Luckily, I've worked out where the mute button is and where the block button is. <laughs> some, people, some people on Twitter today are getting their knickers in a right old twist about a show I did on Tuesday. Um, and as as soon as, I, as soon as any nastiness comes in my Twitter feed, Charlotte... Um, I, I'm either blocking or muting. It depends. Cause sometimes it's nice to mute. Cause then they get, they, they keep shouting at you, but they don't, yeah, they don't, but sometimes yeah. it's nice just to block. And, um, I've blocked quite a few people today. I'll have you know. Um, yeah, no, I'm and, I'm, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm absolutely loving it. And then I went and looked back at a couple of people that I blocked. Oh, they're not angry. Oh, they're not—they're not, they're not oh, angry, Charlotte. They're—they're going to have what we used to call in the day a thrombo. They are. Aren't they,
10: they are. are so nice, oh, oh, imagine. Get a, no, they need imagine. To
2: get a life. Imagine there was a radio show, right, that you didn't like, right? Let's say, for argument's sake,s Jeremy Vine, right? Everyone likes Jeremy Vine. He's a nice guy, right? But, oh, Im- get it. <laughs> but imagine you didn't like it, right? So much so that. You, um, bombarded him with abuse. You got all your friends to bombard him with abuse. And then when they blocked you, you, went, Oh, no! Jimmy fans blocked me! Isn't it funny? Yeah, it's just Twitter. Energy. Guys, it's a radio show. You don't like it? Switch
10: off. Switch it off, that's it. If you don't like it, switch it off. Exactly. Go and have a cup of tea. Go instead. and
2: have a cup of tea and um, meditate. Meditation is the key. That's
10: what I'm... Oh, I meditate. I, I meditate.
2: I tried to meditate today. I had a bit of a stressful day today, Charlotte. Allow me to yes. tell you my story. Oh, yeah, three, you four, four, carry four, on. I know 1,000. So I had um, I had my boys today, because uh, my wife was working, so I was in charge of the boys. Now, what that means is, I get home uh, about half two, I get to sleep about three, and they very kindly... Well, no, actually, they, they they came to my room at half past six this morning, but I was awake at six, so I had three hours sleep, Right. So I had to get up with them and then I took them to school and I had a yeah. job in London. I had a voiceover job in London. Very, very well paid voiceover. Um, I'm doing a series for channel five and it's great. And, and, and each week, um, it, it pays my mortgage for, for two months. It's beautiful. Right. And it, Christmas is covered because of this wonderful. Right. And, um, so I dropped the boys off at school and then I drove straight to London. And I had to go in the congestion charge because I had to get back to pick them up. And I went and put in the I went to a really expensive car park in central London. And I got to, I was a bit early. So I went and had a coffee in town. Then I got to the place where my job was and they, they, you have to, they get buzzed in and you go downstairs and they say, yeah, what, what are you here for today? So I'm here for the channel five thing. They went, um, okay, I'm just going to go and check who you're with. And I went, yeah, yeah, sure. Not a problem. And they came back ten minutes later, and they went, yeah, that's been moved to next week. (sighs) And I went, I don't don't think it has. And then I checked my emails, and it's been moved to next week. So uh, I had to... I was really annoyed with myself. You know when you get annoyed with yourself? I was really annoyed with myself, but I didn't want them to know that I was annoyed with myself. So I went, oh... Oh, silly me. Well, c- good job I'm in town, because I've got loads of stuff to do. I didn't have anything to do. And I got out, and I rushed back to my car, and I drove back, and I drove back home. It took me another two hours yeah. to try and have a doze. But by then, I was so wound up that I couldn't doze. So, basically, what I'm saying is, today, Charlotte, I've been a right tit.
10: Oh. Uh... I think we all make tips of ourselves at times, so don't worry. I mean, but meditation's good.
2: Yes.
0: Anyway,
1: what do you call in for, Charlotte? I'll tell you
0: what, tell me after this.
1: Across the UK, online and on DAB.
0: Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
0: Paul, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. four nine nine
2: one thousand. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's a phony show where. You can call in about pretty much anything. Pretty much anything. So far, so far, we've um, agreed that all Christmas carols are actually, the first verse might be quite good, but after that, they just, they just give up. They don't care. What would you do if you had a third robotic, well, a, a first robotic arm that was your third arm? And then we might. I how are you feeling? Do you want to get a bit heavy tonight? Cuz I've kind of got an idea in my head for something that's um that's a little bit heavy and it may not it may not float your boat. Really, you might not go for it and that's fine. But it's um I thought it was quite interesting. Um let me think about it. We might not do it tonight. We might do. We'll, we'll see. 03 Late Nights with Ian on Talk Radio. Um, we call you back. Charlotte.
10: Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, not Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> don't, don't say that. No. Yeah, right. I've got a true story about a squirrel. Oh, yeah. That, that frequented our um, garden. Yes. He's a right bastard.
2: Wait, was a- a gang- listen, now listen. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> What is sorry. it with your language, for goodness sakes? Oh, In some parts I'm of the world, sorry. we're the breakfast show. So that's that's your yellow card. Okay. No more. Continue. Continue, you Play.
10: He, he, this squirrel, and yeah. he was a gangster. Yeah. You, you would often find him beating up. This is the honest God's truth. He'd yeah. take a cat on and fight over food. And you'd see him, yeah, you'd watch him. He'd, He'd fight
2: cats. Now, when you say fight cats, I mean, did he actually... like? A, yes. Was he like a tiny um, boxing kangaroo? Did he stand on his back legs with his fists clenched, punching cats in the nose?
10: Well, I didn't get that close, but he was fighting. You could hear them spitting and scowling. And then he started on the crow that lived on the branch of the tree. Yes. This is true. I'm not on drugs. Uh, well. That lived on the branch yeah. higher than him. The crow wanted the squirrel's branch. Yes. But the squirrel wasn't having anything, and he was really going and chattering at the crow. Yeah, and he was an awful thief. I left a woolly hat on the garage, and he ran off with it. Why? Well, hang on a minute. Why did you leave a woolly hat on the garage? My son had been working on the garage roof, and he'd left his hat on there. Well,
2: that's yeah, that's his fault then. I mean, that's that's is, that's his so dumb.
10: And and this squirrel, he wouldn't yes. just like nibble his nuts. He'd mm-hmm. come and take the whole um fat ball feeders and go off with the fat ball feeders. Your squirrel
2: like to tuck into fat balls?
10: Yeah, oh, definitely.
2: Did you... Are we allowed in this country, and if not, why not, are we allowed to kill squirrels?
10: Well, I think somebody has.
2: Oh, has he been (laughs) murdered?
10: I don't know, but he's not around lately. But I I swear to God, he'd take on any cat in the neighbourhood. Yeah? I didn't know squirrels, like
2: oh well squirrels are basically um they're cute rats, aren't they? That's what they are.
11: Mm, I suppose so.
2: They deserve they deserve everything that's that's coming to them.
11: Yeah, aren't squirrels
2: permanently oh. horny as well?
10: Is that true? I personally wouldn't know. No, no. You'd have to ask Mr. Google.
2: Yeah, well
10: I mm. Oh, here's the
2: thing, here's the thing, Charlotte, I turned to my computer. To type it in, I left my computer at home today. Oh dear! I feel naked. I feel naked without my computer.
10: That's that's technology, though, isn't it? We're all addicted to technology. We are.
2: We are. And I meant to say, so there is no. I'm not tweeting during the show. There's no Periscope during the show tonight. Um, Don't bother texting or um, emailing because I'm not feeling that vibe. But I've not got. I've not got my. My computer, so um, I'm a little bit at a loss.
10: Can I ask what Periscope is, please? Y- you can. OK, I've asked.
2: <laughs> but Periscope is when... Um, it, uh, it's when you, st- you stream the video of the show. So I have my telephone... And I can, there's a camera obviously on the phone and I go to this app called Periscope. And then, um, if you're following me on Twitter, you get a little alert saying, Oh, Ian is streaming the show and you can watch. It's like a oh, webcam, right. but it's on my phone.
10: All right. Okay.
2: Yeah, it doesn't sound like a winner, does it?
10: How does that make you feel, though? Sort of being on show to everyone all the time.
2: Um. Well, I have come to the conclusion that I'm only going to do Periscope when I'm feeling. When I-, I-, I am not going to do Periscope when I'm feeling a little bit fragile with the old um depression, and I- I've been struggling a bit the last couple of weeks with um, the voices in my head, basically telling me to um uh, 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 to. Uh, do you want me to finish that sentence or not?
10: But you can do, because I have depression and voices. All right,
2: well, the voices are basically telling me to either jump off a bridge or hang myself the last couple of weeks. Um, right. And so I have decided that when I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable, um, I'm not going to do the periscope, because it okay, feels like a, yeah. a, 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 an intrusion a little bit too much. But when I'm feeling um, up and bouncy and jolly, then um, I'll do the periscope. We might do it tomorrow. We might do it tomorrow night. It's good. We get about yeah. six, 7,000 yeah. people watching.
10: I understand where you're coming from. I've got depression, and um, I get voices when the depression's bad. But you know, all the great people were bonkers, weren't they?
6: Well,
2: yes, all the great people were bonkers. I mean, how bonk? But how bonkers? Do you want, do you want to have this conversation, Charlotte, or do you want to end it? On a, uh, do you want to end it now? Not the, no, live, no, conversation. no.
10: Come on, bring it on.
2: How bonkers? How bonkers have you been?
10: Well, I've got a mental health nurse coming every two days, the mental health team. Yeah. Because I recently had a nervous breakdown due to all sorts of things and it kicked off the depression. Yeah. And I must say, here in the black country, the the crisis team and the first intervention are absolutely brilliant because I was suicidal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're excellent, you know. Hmm. I'm hopefully moving on to the next stage where I'll have a named... And then they're talking about talking therapies and CBT again it's, and mindfulness.
2: It's, 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 well, the mindfulness is great. I mean, I, t- I do a little bit of mindfulness. I do it every day. I, I tend to... Like I, I, the meditation I do is transcendental meditation. So I've got a mantra. And my yeah. boys are constantly going, Daddy, what's, the, what's your magic word? I said, I'm not telling you. Go on, what's your magic word you say to us? I said, I'm not telling you. It's a, it's a secret. It's my private, private mantra. Um of course, yeah. yeah. Of course, although uh, th- th- there is a kind of a cheat. You can find out online what people's mantras are. But I don't... <laughs> um, Mine's the same mantra that Brian Wilson had. Anyway, um, So, so I, I, but I've not been doing that a lot, and I tried to do a little bit of the meditation today, but I just wasn't with it, so I'm going to try and do a little bit more of it tomorrow. But at the moment, my head is um, my head's all over the shop, Charlotte. Oh,
10: and mine, yeah. But you've got to try and remain positive, and 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 try to do a little something positive every day. Otherwise, you get on that hamster wheel, as you probably know. Shall
2: I tell? Shall I tell inside. you how nuts it's been this week? Go on. The other day, right? And I feel silly saying this, but if I say it, then it kind of takes. A... The other day, I was I was looking around my bedroom, trying to work out where it, if I if the ceiling was high enough for me to hang myself. Imagine that. Now, I wasn't going to hang myself. But I was just looking around going, well, um, I could could probably... um, I think that might be... Now, that's actually proper nuts, isn't it? It is,
10: but can I sort of say something similar? Please do. I thought, well, should I go and throw myself in front of the train? And then Mm. I thought, I'll upset the train driver. Mm. And then I thought, I'll upset the policeman that picks my head off the tracks. And then I thought, what if I derail the train... And injure people. And then I thought, what about those people late for work calling me all sorts of names? Here we go. Holding them up.
2: Isn't it funny how the the, the train of train, the thought goes, we're going to do the thing I was talking about earlier on. Can I read you something? Paul, I will come to you in a minute, I promise, right? I read this brilliant thing yesterday. It was kind of doing the rounds online. People were, were retweeting it. It's incredible, right? It is from 1978... And it's, did you see this, Kath? A life in the day of Tom Baker. Did you see this? So it's Tom Baker, right? You know Doctor Who, okay? And it's 1978 when he was probably one of the most famous men in this country as Doctor Who, right? And it's him writing about his day. Indulge me for a minute while I read some of this. You could say, you could say, I won't do the voice. You could say that yesterday was fairly typical of a day in my life when we're not recording Doctor Who. I woke up at 5.15am in a brown, cork-lined room in Soho and then got into bed. But where am I? I dreamt about a tall, thin woman, but who is she? I suffer recurring images of tall, skinny ladies. They look so good and really release all those fantasies. I woke up again and it was ten past six a.m. I got up and began the daily process of dragging my feet to their final destination at night. I was hit by terrible waves of anxiety. This is Tom Baker, right? Yeah. The feeling of loneliness that smacks of self-pity. I drank a glass of water and felt for a toothbrush, wondering where on earth I was. If I'd had a radio, I would have put it on, but it's too early, of course, for Radio 3. The anxiety persisted, and I thought suicide is the answer. I got out of bed and looked at some electrical flex. The ceiling was too low. How could I have hanged myself in a room only 5 foot 10 inches high? I gave up the idea, found a radio, switched it on. I heard some news and my anxieties instantly increased. Then I took a sly bath and checked my pockets. I found a £114 and a pair of clean underpants and began to walk confidently. I did so towards a bath. All you really need for confidence is always to have a toothbrush and a hundred or two in your pocket. Now, isn't that incredible? This is like in, in, um, I don't even know what it's in. It's in like the, um, it's in the Sunday Times, 1978. It's just a day in the (laughs) life of a celebrity. And it says at the end, next week, Edna O'Brien. And it's, you know, they want a lighthearted, and he's talking about looking around to see if 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 there's a, if he can hang himself in a room, but because he's six foot four and the ceiling's five yeah. foot ten, it's too low for him, so he carries on with the next thing. And I read that and I thought, flipping heck, I get that. I get that. I understand it.
10: Yeah, I get that, yeah. Well, I've got a book and I write five positive things in it a day. Yeah. You know, and, and I do everything they tell me to do. Yeah. Even though I'm not allowed to swear, am I?
2: No, don't so, swear anymore. Yeah. You've done it three times already, you Muppet. <laughs>
10: Goodness So, so yeah, you, you've just. And Christmas, don't start me on Christmas. I'm a pagan. Oh. I don't do all this commercial. The, the
2: Christians hijacked your festival.
10: They did. It's, it's winter solstice the 21st, the so return into the light. Yeah. And what I've done. Yeah. I've got a mannequin. Yeah. Oh. In the front room. Yes and I've dressed her as the green lady mother earth yeah and put a skirt on her of all holly and ivy and all that sort of stuff that's, yeah,
11: that's, that's a bit makes
10: weird. me happy.
2: Well, good, as long as it makes you happy. Charlotte, it's nice to talk to you. I'm going to move on, because, um, uh, Paul, I'm going to come to you after the news, if that's all right, because I want you to have a fair crack of the whip. Um, isn't it funny, that Tom Baker thing, just tied in with what we sang, and I read that yesterday, or maybe the day before, it was doing the rounds on Twitter. If you can find it, the whole article is a joy. And I've said this before, Tom Baker's autobiography is the bleakest, most honest book I have ever read in my life, I really recommend you, you you can probably get it for pennies on amazon I'll have a look i haven't got my computer um, but the Tom Baker autobiography is um he gets someone who's read it more recently doesn't he get assaulted doesn't his mother-in-law torture him or something there's something it's incredible he was a monk it's uh, uh, and he's constantly going feel like killing myself today. I'll go and have a drink instead. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's funny. I was walking around going, now what if I could just hang myself from there for, for a good 10 minutes? And I thought, ah, do you know what? I should probably get out of this room. I should probably walk out of this room. Oh, 03444991000. Four, do you know what? It does kind of tie in with something that I was toying with doing. So I might do it later on, but it might spectacularly backfire and I might end up looking like a bit of a, a plum. But if you're not prepared to fail, then you can't be ready for success. That sounds... Like the sort of thing that someone might say, you know, somewhere with one of those Madonna microphones on in front of an audience of people. If you're not prepared for failure, then you're certainly not ready for success. There we go. That's it. That's a quote. You can have that. Paul, I will come to you straight after the news, I promise. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio.
1: Across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip.
2: Talk Radio 03444991000 is the telephone number. Uh, we tried with this show to create a bit of love instead of spreading the hate as so many people are doing. Why not spread a little bit of love? You up for some of that? And we might do something that may or may not work. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio.
1: Across the UK, online and on DAB.
0: The wild man of late night radio is back.
1: Differently
12: interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late
13: night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Sork Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: We're doing that again. We're doing that again. Right. This is because this is too good. This is too good to waste. We're doing this again. There we go. That'll do. That'll do, wouldn't it? Bit cardiacs. I was bold and I played it. I was bold and I played it. Be bold, guys. Be bold. Evening. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, now, listen. I'm not going to be drawn into spats. Okay, guys. I'm not going to be drawn into spats. But can I just say one thing? You know, I'm not bothered. Just you know, focus on your own problems, man. That's all. That's all. Some people are starting to look a little bit silly, okay? Particularly when I'm I'm not that bothered. So that's that. As far as I'm concerned, they can carry on as much as they want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone
13: number. He's waited for ages. Evening, Paul. Good evening, uh, Ian. Good evening, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was talking. To, I felt like I was on a hold to the insurance company then.
2: Well, um, in many ways, Paul, you were on hold to
13: the issue. Yeah, I was company. I was hold for a long time. Well, thirty-five minutes and thirty-two seconds.
2: That's good, isn't it? Uh, well I'm still here. Well, I mean good what what do you mean by good? Well,
13: it means I'm um resilient. Have you seen any Panthers recently? No. No. Oh. What I want to talk to you about is um Toilets. Oh toilets, he says. Toilets. Okay, yes, go on. Right, so pub toilets. Yeah. 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 Two so, huh. huh? uh, uh, yeah. This yeah. time of year yeah. there's a lot of people dying. Oh jeez. Yeah, I know. Wow. They do. That's almost what they do. Yeah. I mean, why don't just hang on until January when we're all fed up? I don't but know no. if it works like that, does it, uh, Paul? You can just
2: you, you, you hang on. I, I do wonder how much control you have over when you die. Whether there is a bit of you that's like, um oh, it, it, he wanted to go. You know, if there's a bit where you could just fight, you're like dying, right? But you just said, I just want to.
9: Yeah,
2: I know, but is, is there a bit where you fight? Okay, this is what I'm trying to say. Is there a bit when you
13: fight it, or do you, you surrender to it? Well, Christmas is enforced happiness, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and all these people die. Yeah, yeah. okay. But why can't just hang on a little bit? Okay,
2: we're asking the same question again. Conversation's going no further.
13: No, I know, no, I know. No. No. Well, I'm and I'm, I'm smoking and talking to you on the phone now and no, that's not good, you don't like that, do
2: you? I don't give a monkeys.
13: No, hey listen, if people want to smoke up, phone up and have a fag. Beautiful oh, it's, it's a cigar. Is it? Do you yeah. know I very I'm, nearly carry on puffing on it then. Go on, take a deep drag of it. Hold on. Yeah. Do that thing where you go. <sighs> oh, there's there a reason for that because it's it's, it's well, do already it. doing its thing. Well,
2: do, but do it anyway because it sounds good.
13: <laughs> oh, uh, oh, boy! Didn't that was your first one, mate? Anyway, so <laughs> what you've got is now is you've yeah. got your Christmas drinkers. Yes. You've got your white drinkers, mm-hmm. and you've got your um over drinkers. Mm-hmm. Now what?
2: And you've got your your c- continual drinkers, Paul.
13: Yeah, but here's the thing: I've been working. I've worked in a hospital been working in a hospital. Oh God! I can't understand. Yeah, I know. Is yeah, it the I one know. where the people it's are taking the, the wrong babies home with them? Well, it's not that. No, the toilet is. It is. It is a pool. Is a pool door out? A pool door so, out. A pull door out. So if it's person that goes to the toilet before me.
5: Yeah.
13: And doesn't wash his hands. And, and this is what my point is. There is a point, Wait. is there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, people, main. I mean, mm-hmm. Christmas drinkers, the people that turn up. Yeah. To the pub. Yes. And um, act like they own the place.
2: Yeah. Okay.
13: Well, thanks for calling, Paul.
2: Ah, OK. Yeah. Um, guys, anyone? Anyone, guys? A- anyone? Anyone at all, guys? Huh?
14: No? OK. Matt! Hello, mate. <laughs> hello, Matt. You um, all right? Hello, Matt. Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. I just thought I'd phone in. I've never phoned in before, but Uh-oh. I've been following you since, uh, you did the Scroobius Pip podcast. Oh, nice one, Matt. Um... Thank you. Yeah, what a nice gentleman he is. Yeah, no, it's great. But it really touched a nerve when you were talking to him about kind of mental health issues and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've been following the, uh, the your radio show since and on Twitter and stuff like that. And um, the woman I phoned in earlier on about um, looking at trains and that sort of stuff. Charlotte, yeah, really yeah. T- yeah, yeah. It really touched a nerve. And so I've got this bit of, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I've got this weird theory on it. that oh, um, I let it. But I, I think it's healthy. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is, is that um, in my mid-20s, I suffered crippling panic attacks uh wow. crippling kind of moments of desperation where literally I used to have to keep a cold bath full up in my house because it was the only way I could get my heart rate to kind of, wow. you know, stop get me back freaking to normal. out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I'd contemplate things and, you know, I, I was never really sure if I, if I kind of was going to do anything crazy or not. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and things like that sort of kept me sort of going, but, you know, I'm 40 now. Um, not that I'm particularly old, but... Um, it is, mate. It's ancient, mate. <laughs> right. You're past yeah. it. No, 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 no. We've got, we've got walking stick and everything. It's but all no, downhill no, from here. If, if, uh, mate, tell me about it. It is all downhill. <laughs> the fact that I'm walking home at uh, 11 o'clock on the works night out means I am <laughs> getting old. But, um, <laughs> but the thing is, Ian, the thing is that I've got this me, is that I think it's OK. I think it's normal. I think that the fact that, I don't know, I'm not, I don't mean to... Preach or anything, but the fact that you contemplate those things, the fact that that woman contemplated those things, yeah. I think that actually means that by considering the options, by considering the end, it means that you're more conscious of the value of life. And and so I don't know, man. I think that you know I've got two young kids, I've mm. got a lovely wife and stuff like. That, and every now and then, I still have those kind of thoughts. And and actually, it, I don't know, you know. I think what I'm getting at is the considered life theory, you know the whole kind of that, that's
2: a, I'm sorry that's right don't sorry, worry, sorry, we dumped that one but just you know just be careful I'm no, no, no,
11: you're, you're being sorry. very yeah, no, no, I'm passionate. Really sorry you're being very
14: passionate about it and, and so so but what I'm getting at is is I think that you know since since listening to your Grobius Pip podcast and yeah. obviously Pip are but you know Pip's a legend of course and, is. I've been following your show and you know you are you know you, you you're a top guy mm. and I think that what I'm getting at 80's is is that, Maybe, maybe we're alright, man. Maybe we're alright. Maybe that, maybe we consider these things mm-hmm. means that we're more in touch with our own mortality, which means we possibly value the fact that we've got it while we've got it more. I don't know. I don't know. I um hadn't I con-
2: have not considered what you said before, and I would need some time. And I, 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 my knee-jerk reaction, that is I, I don't agree with that, but that's just my knee-jerk reaction, and I'm learning not to not to trust my knee-jerks. Um okay. So I need a bit of time to consider that. There, uh, yes, there may be something in it, or maybe there's
14: something in it for you, but it's not yeah, yeah, a universal sure. rule. No, 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 absolutely. And I, you know, like you know, I phoned him because I found him because I because I care about kind of people I care about, and yeah. you know, you you know, you're you're kind of seem like a top guy but and 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 it's like i don't know it seems like that if you if you if you consider death that inevitably Mm. means you consider life if you consider life then and the fact that you're still here maybe that's what it's about i don't know i don't know and and like i said like you said sorry Mm. you (laughs) it it might be good for me it might not be good for you but Mm. but the You know there is that thing about the considered life, and maybe, just maybe, maybe we're the maybe we're the same ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, almost, 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 (laughs) mate. Almost naughty boy. But maybe we're the same ones.
2: Um <laughs> I don't I, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I do know what you mean, but if if we were saying, if I were saying, would I would I be spending so much time in bed um in floods of tears, not even able to to turn over onto my other side because because yeah. life is weighing me down so much. Yeah, but maybe we
14: live in a crazy world.
2: Maybe, maybe we do. Well, we world do live in a crazy, crazy world. I've got we do exactly. that. We do live in a crazy world. I've got I've got racists and nut jobs uh, having a pop at me <laughs> right at the moment. <laughs> that was right. a good show. That was a, that was a good show. It was all right, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. But yeah, I've got people, right, I've got yeah. people who are so angry by that show that they're threatening all kinds of stuff with me online. And luckily, luckily, I'm well enough that I can I can block that and that I don't hear that. So that's not even an issue anymore. But. The world is nuts. The world is nuts. When someone doesn't like a bit of art or a radio show or something, they can um, they can get so angry that they they, they think they're going to try and destroy you by by sending a few words. You know, the world is nuts.
14: How can can you be sane in a crazy world? So maybe, Uh maybe by maybe maybe by the fact that maybe by maybe by the sheer fact that we're considering all the options, actually does make us the ones that are more on a level. Surely if you live in this kind of ignorance of hate and kind of fear, yeah. then actually maybe they're the crazy ones. But you know, maybe that's, maybe, but maybe that, that, I mean, the, the, the anger and the fear, that is just, um,
2: that's a self-defence thing, yes, isn't it? Is. it? To, to, it is. to, to, to stop, a, I would imagine, I would imagine, I'm kind of clutching at straws here, but that stops a kind of self A deep self-analysis, because you're looking outwards at at, at things to get angry about.
14: Well, exactly. You know, if you're you're supplementing your hate with things that you can tangibly get your hands on, stuff that you read in the mail or a song or whatever, then actually you're displacing your actual deeper inner anguish if you're questioning that anger, anger in maybe you know, that gives you more of a grip on reality, maybe. which but, is what I'm getting at. But also,
2: some of those things are actually worth getting a little bit angry about. I don't want to deny everyone's anger as being completely misplaced. Matt, listen, uh, it, it's interesting. Um, I'm not totally convinced I buy it, but I, it's, I'm always happy to um, uh, listen to uh, slightly different views on things. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number.
0: Uh, David, you'll be up next. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk
2: Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: 0344 499 is the telephone number. David! <laughs> Evening, David. Hello. Can you hear me okay? No, it sounds awful.
15: <laughs> All right, you. Sorry, you're on my headphones. Let me.
2: Oh god, switch. is that better? Yeah, that is better. Those uh, Bluetooth things.
15: No, they're not Bluetooth. They're pl- they're plug-in ones. They're old-fashioned.
2: Okay, well let and me and let me half. let me rephrase yeah, it. Let me rephrase it. Those plug-in ones are <laughs>
15: rubbish. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, fair enough. It's been a busy old um, switchboard tonight, hasn't it? We, 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 the yeah, Non-stop I, phones. I, 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 To be honest, I was trying to follow Paul's phone call and I couldn't quite no,
2: manage it. No, I was I, a little bit confused, if I'm honest.
15: I'm, I'm, I'm sure he had a very good point to make, but I'm, personally, no, I'm not I was
2: so convinced.
15: I'm not so convinced. <laughs> <laughs> not
2: so convinced. But he's a nice fellow and I'm glad he called. Okay. Well, what have you got for us, um, David? I,
15: I'm, I'm kind of bucking my own trend here. I... I, I Phone up, like, once months ago, and then once yesterday. Yeah. And then I'm phoning back the next day. What am I doing?
2: I don't know, mate. You tell me I'm what you doing. I'm confusing myself. No, don't worry about that. We're all confused, um, man. We're all, try- we're all trying to make our way through this thing called life, and it's confusing, and it's daunting, and it's wonderful, and it's beautiful, and it's horrible, and it's all of these things at once, you know. So you've called. We're, we're here now, David. Definitely. Is there anything in particular you'd like to say?
15: Um, okay, initially... Yeah. Um I I want to thank Donna Marie and Eloise especially for what? for talking to me on Twitter after my call last night. Okay. Um they they've sent me very supportive messages. Oh, I remembered exactly I who you know. are. I
2: remembered exactly who you are. I do apologize David, I'm always a little oh, bit yeah, behind. No, yeah yeah no I've got it I've got it I've got yeah, it no, and no. um yeah yeah I saw that a couple of very nice people um as as they say in America reached out to you.
15: Yeah, yeah, do you know what? That, that's exactly what Eloise said to me in a private message. Oh, did she? Just been reading them?
2: No, 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 no. It's um, it's it's a real phrase that I noticed about a year ago when I was trying to do some work with some Americans, and I emailed an American. And they replied, "Hey, hey, Lane, thanks for reaching out to me." And I thought, "Oh, this is going to be a thing," and it and um, it is a thing now. I just thought I'd reach out to you. Hope you don't mind me reaching out. Thanks for reaching out. Um, and I don't really, Hi, I you, don't sorry, really please. like it, but it's, it, it it fits the. Um, it, it, it's a useful little phrase. You
15: got me questioning whether it was Elaine or Eloise now. Actually, <laughs> well, I think gone. it was Eloise. It, oh, well. it kind of rang a bell because yeah. that was an old producer or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Ago, yes. um, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, I, I went to a cinema on my own today. Isn't it wonderful? The first time ever. Never done it before? Never.
2: Oh, man. I, it's one of the great joys of um, of being alive. Was it an afternoon screening? No, it was 11.10 this morning. Oh, man. Well, how many other
15: people were in there? Um, there was quite a few, actually, because it was the new Star Wars film. Ah! Uh, ha! Now, not, don't... not Not that I'm a massive geek. No. But... Um, I don't mind a little bit of Star Wars. Um, don't give me any spoilers because I'm taking my kids
2: to see it on Saturday. Was it? Was it any good?
15: Yes, it was. Oh, fantastic! It, 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 it pleasantly surprised me, Alfie. It, I I very much enjoyed it.
2: Beautiful. No, I'm like the boys are really excited because they're going away for a few yeah. days on Sunday, and. Um, it was we weren 't sure whether they were going to get to see it before they uh, before they went away, but we 're going to go and see it Saturday afternoon, and they are thoroughly excited um, yeah it, it, i I like going to the cinema on my own i I find it very freeing to be able to do that
15: yeah I, I, I would be inclined to do it more in the future, but i I might get in trouble for how little i 'd done at home if mm. i and also, I
2: do. it's well expensive. I don't know where you live, but it's oh, well I've expensive. I've got a student card. Oh, of course you... Well, they should... Hang on a minute, because you've stopped that teacher training course, David. They should confiscate... I don't need to give the card back. They should confiscate that card. No, no,
15: no, no, no. Oh, yeah, outrageous. plus, plus, the course was a year... Yeah. But I signed up for a three-year NUS card. So you're, you're, you've got that for
2: three years. Yeah, that's outrageous. Yep. You're ripping off Odeon, View, and er, all the other cinema chains. Oh,
15: because I'm going to make them go broke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good for you. Well, oh, in that case, fill your boots, mate. Fill your boots.
15: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need, to, I need to make my thirty-two pound back
2: somehow at least. Um, do you um sneak your own confectionery and refreshments into the pictures?
15: Well, it, I, I would consider it, but today was a bit of a last-minute thing, yeah. so I, I didn't really have plans to plan for that. So I did spend £6.80 on popcorn and Pepsi.
2: Because I, I read an article about three years ago right, about yeah. how some cinemas go through your bags... Yeah, and if I... they find that you've brought your own stuff in, they confiscate it. And if you won't, if you won't hand it over, they don't let you go in, right? And so, sure, ever... in, my, in
15: my late teens, I was very worried about yeah. that.
2: Yeah. So ever since then, I can't do it. And I did it the other day. Last time I took the boys to the pictures, I can't remember what it was, but we went to There's there's a Waitrose next door, and we bought some stuff. And I was absolutely terrified that they were going to go through my bag.
15: So so would I be? But I I like to follow rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. R- rules kind rules ground me. Yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. And
15: whether imagine. whether whatever the reason are behind the rules. Yeah. If there's rules that I can follow, then it kind of it sets me on a path, yeah. I guess.
2: Imagine imagine though, the humiliation, the shame of going into the pictures and they say, "Oh, sorry, sir. Can, d- d- can I just? Look- I-, I know you've not. Can I just look in your bag? And you're like, what? Can I just have a quick look <laughs> in your bag? We just have to do this. It's a random thing. Oh, you've Oh, you've got a packet of, uh, of, of Revels and a, a, a bottle of Coke. Um, going to have to confiscate those. That
15: would be the most humiliating thing that could happen. True. I, I, I would consider doing that if I was by myself, yeah. but if I, if I had my children, yeah. well, my child with me, I, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. No,
2: no. I, well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to the pictures on Saturday. I'm going to see if I'm, I'm going to try and smuggle in some confectionery. Well, I'll do it. I'm going to well. do it. I'm going to do it, David. How are you feeling today? you feeling a bit better? Uh, today's not a bad day. Yeah?
5: Yeah?
15: Yeah.
2: Do you find... Are you doing the thing where you... Uh, thank you. Are you doing the thing where you're just um, you're just getting through the days? And at the end of the day, you go, right, that's another one done. And at the end of the week, you go, right, that's another week done. And then after a few weeks, you go, right, that's another month done. Are you at that stage?
15: Uh, no, it's... I don't know, it's all a bit too new to me, I think. Yeah,
5: yeah.
15: Um, I think the thing is, I okay, Monday was a good day. Yeah. Tuesday wasn't a good day. And, you know, it got to lunchtime on Tuesday. Yeah. I hadn't eaten anything. I knew I wasn't doing the right thing. Yeah. But I couldn't pull myself out of it. And it, the day just got continually worse. You know, I ended up, you know, snapping at my wife, and, mm. and it just it just got worse and worse. I knew it was I knew it was a bad day. It wasn't going well, but I couldn't pull back from that. No. And then Wednesday was great. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny, and it is hard.
2: He, he, I, I've I've caught myself snapping at the kids who are the the the, the oh, centre yeah. of my universe, right? And I, I, if I'm if I'm feeling really ill I kind of have to take my well, that, it's weird sometimes I have the self awareness of what I'm doing and I take myself out of the room for as long as as long as I can safely and then I go back and I apologize and I say look I'm I'm really not feeling very well but and I'd really appreciate it if I asked you to do something if you'd kind of do it but I but I shouldn't have snapped at you like that that was inappropriate and I'm really sorry but there are yeah. there are t- if my if my wife's there and I'm feeling like that I I just go upstairs to bed because you, you know there ain't n- nothing nobody's gonna do.
15: Yeah, I I don't know I, I I I'm struggling with that because yeah. you know my my boy's doing it half. he doesn't no. understand that I'm not having a good day because you know he's having a lot of not very good days at the moment yeah. and. <sighs> I don't know, it's difficult because, you know, he's he's starting to act up a little bit and if I snap, then, you know, I know I'm not doing the right thing, Mm. but I, I can't make him understand.
2: No, of course, of course not. I and mean, he's not going to understand that, you know, adults don't understand. And, and my boys don't know what it is. I just tell them I've got, that I'm not very well and that some, I've got this thing that makes me quite sad sometimes. And, um, I'm going to do my best that when I'm around them to not, you know, make them aware of it because there's no point in, in, in it. Um, it, it, it's tough, David, and it's a learning curve. And, um, you know, I'm sure you're doing the best you can for your boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's doing okay. Yeah, he'll do. He's got a good dad. All right, thank man, you. listen, I'm, it's nice to talk to you, and I'm I'm glad you called in again. You call in any time you want, and, um, yeah, 0344, thank you, David, 0344-499-1000. Harry, G, come to you in a bit if you want to give us a call. Now is an excellent time to give us a call. You can call them about any of the bits and pieces we've talked about, or none of the bits and pieces we've talked about it could be just stuff that you, know, you just want to get off your chest, whatever. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on
0: Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: Um. 0344. Just turn this microphone on for a second because we've got uh, Mark, who's here, is uh, filming me this evening for his YouTube channel. If people, ha right, okay. Okay. How long will it take you to put this on YouTube? Because you're uh, filming a lot of stuff and it's going to be a short little... Yeah, about a week. Okay. Um, and what is, we should, what is your YouTube, I mean, we'll tweet it when yeah. it goes up there, but what is your YouTube channel? It's Gingerbeard Mark. Well, why, why have you got that name? He's got a massive <laughs> ginger beard, puddings, of course! Um... And the reason I kind of, because I, I was saying to you before the show, I don't, I hate people being in the studio. In fact, that's just reminded me that a young lady who I invited in the studio um, has has cashed in her. Uh, remember after the show in St Albans, a mum and her, uh, they've cashed in their their gold ticket that I gave them. So I must reply, and it's it's lazy me not to. But um, we were saying before the show. I hate people being in the studio, yeah. just because um, it makes me very anxious. And this is kind of my my territory, and it's my uh, where I perform, and it's you know. And so having somebody here makes me uh, 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 well, I can't even finish this sentence. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I am, and I really it's always a last resort to saying that New Year's Eve yeah. we're going to have four suckers in. <laughs> um,
9: ha- tell us a bit about your channel and why you're why you're doing this. Um, basically, I was I, I was wasting my weekends. I was just staying in bed and yep. stuff, and so I decided to uh, you know go and do something constructive with it, creative with it, because I, I I used to make music videos, so I had oh. you know editing software yeah. and cameras and stuff. And so I, uh, I decided to put that to good use, and it was something I could do on my own, whereas like music videos and yeah. things like that take groups of people, organise... It's like being in a band. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, you've got, you've got to get everyone to be at the
9: same place at the same time. Yeah. That's the least of your worries. Um, <laughs> how many of these videos have you made? Uh, there's about six main ones, and then uh, probably about ten, what I call quickies, which are like little edited ones on my phone. And why did you want to come and do this rubbish? Because I'm a big fan of the show anyway, yeah. and uh, I just think it'd be an interesting. I think you're an interesting <laughs> topic, and it's an interesting. Because uh, I'm
2: wondering how it's going to look. Because it is basically just a, a slightly overweight middle-aged man sat hunched um, uh, it, over a microphone. And I've just I, I've started this new thing. I've only started it this week. Because so I found a big green marker pen. When uh, when people, when I'm talking to people and I'm lis- when I'm really listening, I colour in. Um, this is what I've done. Look, you can look at that. I colour in the letters on my, um, little bit of paper. That, and that is about all of the mo- movement that you get. Is it as exciting as you'd hoped it would be? Uh, yeah, more so. More so. Wow. <laughs> it's thrilling. And, and the reason that I, I kind of invited you in when, um, is because you just sent me a really nice, um, direct, friendly, uh, email <laughs> saying... I make these short videos, here's some of them, can I come in and, and uh, film you? And I, uh, I looked, I don't normally click on links, Yeah. but I looked at about a minute of the Euro Disney one. Yeah. I thought, oh, all right, fair play. He knows what he's doing, this looks quite good. He's got, um, there's only like 15 subscribers to your channel. Yeah, yeah, there's That, ap- that appealed to me. <laughs> okay. For some reason, because <laughs> we get people all the time saying, "Can we come and film you?" Can we? And like, "Well," oh. but I like, I just, I just like what you were doing. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I, I uh, respect people who, who um, try and be creative and um, try and be artistic. Uh, you know, without necessarily there being any financial gain. Okay. Um, and I was impressed by your very polite email, Mark. Is <laughs> very polite, um, and I just like the sound of you. So um, great stuff. Thank you for getting in touch. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I hope it's not going to be too dull. For you. <laughs> if it is dull, you'll have to put in some special effects. Like yeah, some explosions. Movies. That's what we're <laughs> doing. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number.
14: Harry! Hello, Ian. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Harry. What you got for us, boss? Uh, I just wanted to thank you and Kath for letting me uh, perform a performance ring on Sunday.
2: Oh, it's Harry Hardy! <laughs> for those who don't know, Harry um, performed a performance ring, and I would suggest. In the spirit of um, Dredgeland, who um, were the pioneers at the very first performance ring, who um, pushed the wheelbarrow around on stage for 15 minutes, um, Harry, um, uh, well, you, you tell the ladies and gentlemen what your act was.
14: Um, I read jokes from a 1992 joke book by a, a Northeast radio presenter uh, while eating from a big bowl of custard.
2: It was. Um, and when you sent me that email, again, I thought, well. <laughs> this could be rubbish. Let's book him.
14: <laughs> uh, and I it hope was disappointed.
2: No, it was it was brilliant mate. It was brilliant. And um y- y- you were saying this is what I find incredible. And and for for the, it, honestly it was really very very funny. But that was the first thing you've ever done on stage. Uh, yeah, yeah, it
15: was, yeah. Something
2: like that, yeah. What a way to, what a way to start your, your performing <laughs> career doing that rubbish. I mean, well, cheers, man. It, 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 honestly, I thought it was beautiful, and, and um, it reminded me a lot of Andy Kaufman, who I really th- recommend. Uh, what? You, you have a look I, I, on YouTube.
14: I, 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 I heeded your advice, you know, and I've I've watched a little bit of uh, Andy Kaufman, yeah. and um, I'm I'm very honoured that you'd compare me to him. To be honest with you, oh,
2: do it totally. It, it, he used to do this thing, and I, and I deliberately didn't mention this until now, right. but he, one of the acts he would do, and I don't think it's on YouTube. I don't think it was filmed, is um, he would sit on stage and eat a bowl of ice cream, and it would be <laughs> in beto- It'd be like a stand-up night, and so an actor would come on and do 20 minute set, and they go right now. It's Andy Kaufman, <laughs> and he'd come on and he'd just eat a bowl of ice cream. For 20 minutes. And then he'd get up and walk off, and that was his act. And I just thought, and I know you you didn't know that, and I just thought, oh, there's something delicious here. And what Kaufman did, and I've nicked loads of stuff from Kaufman, loads of it, what he does so deliciously is um, he enjoys the silences, really enjoys... The awkwardness. And it's one of the, the tools, um, I, I kind of did it a little bit, you know, at the start of the evening on, on Sunday, when yeah. the Skype wasn't working, and the computer wasn't working. Um, now, it would have been really easy to panic then, and go, oh, flip oh, it's not working, can anybody help? And instead, me and Kath just sat there, mm. enjoying the awkwardness, the delicious awkwardness awkwardness of a hundred people slightly embarrassed and slightly uncomfortable because it's because something wasn't working it's wonderful so my only suggestion to you harry would be if you ever do anything like that again just enjoy the silences own it own the silence own the uncomfortableness of that of that room and i'm trying uh, i'm
15: trying trying to do it now i'm just making some
14: silence happen
15: Like that yeah longer, but oh.
2: that, that's a bit longer, isn't it okay, you just 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 let it go on for as long as you can, Harry. wasn't that delicious. That was fantastic. Thank you for that. And you know what, as well? I'm being slightly cruel on Mark, because Mark's in the studio with me. <laughs> and so I was staring at him. <laughs> and I was... It was slightly unfair of me, and I apologise, Mark. And Mark, um, didn't know where to look and looked really, really uncomfortable. And I was enjoying... kind of... I wasn't enjoying making you uncomfortable, but I was... I was enjoying the fact that you were uncomfortable and that me and Harry... Well, you as well, to a certain extent. Your microphone's not on, but you could have said something. Anyone could have broken that silence. Any one of us could have broken that silence. But we'd all kind of entered into an agreement that we weren't going to break that silence. Oh, and you know that there are people at home who would have turned their radios up. Someone was about to get out of their car, and they closed their door, and they waited to see what would happen. Someone might have switched off as well, because they thought it was rubbish. All of these things were going on.
14: And it there was is, delicious. There is something beautiful to that, isn't
2: there? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that power, Harry, is yours. I, I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound really pretentious, right? Go on. But I saw in you on Sunday, I saw greatness. Oh, shut up! No, man, no, didn't. no, 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 no. I mean, this, I mean it. this. I mean this sincerely. I saw. How old are you? 18, 19? <laughs> I'm 23. in it, You look I like know. a baby. Hello. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I saw in you on Sunday your first performance. I saw, I saw, I saw greatness.
14: Thank you, man. That, that means a lot to, to me. Honestly, it really does. That you'd say that. You're good. You, if you choose to, you're going
2: to do some great stuff, man.
14: I've I've done um, a little bit of work experience at uh, your place before, you know.
2: Oh, and what shows did you work on?
14: Uh, John Holmes.
2: Well, that doesn't count as a show. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just filling in. Uh, um, yeah. Harry, listen. I, honestly, and I'm, I'm not saying that lightly. I I see greatness in you. He was absolutely brilliant, wasn't he, Cass, on Sunday? Absolutely brilliant. He looks like a baby. Um, but his first ever thing. Um, and it's true, that silence. And I'm sorry, Mark, I, did, I, was, I was kind of being a little bit unfair to you there. But um, yeah, I just was just enjoying it. G, stay there, come to you in a minute. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian
1: Lee, this is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back.
0: Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: We're just talking about Andy Kaufman. If you ever get bored, right, go on Twitter and just look uh, the the YouTube side and look for Andy Kaufman. The guy's a genius. Man on the Moon, um, the um, Jim Carrey film and the R.E.M. song, it's about... Andy, well, in, in America they call him Andy Kaufman, but Andy Kaufman. It's, it, it, and just talking to Mark, there's one delicious bit. He would do stunts and tricks and make the audience uncomfortable, and there's one delicious bit where he's doing stand-up as part of some horrible, you know, early 80s stand-up show, and he's in this club, and it's on TV, and he's doing his set, and he's doing the kind of stuff that he's been doing... He's famous for doing. He does this, the foreign man character. Thank you very much. And he does this thing where he mimes to a record, and then he does an Elvis impression and all, and it's kind of that. Yeah. And this guy starts heckling him in the audience, going, "Yeah, yeah, we've seen this before." And of course, the guy is in on it; it's his mate. But the audience doesn't know, and it's so tense. If you look carefully, it's a really famous bit of footage. If you look carefully, there's an older guy sat near the heckler, and he reaches for a gun. And bizarrely, that older guy's Pat Benatar's stepdad, I think. I don't, it's a strange thing. And it's so tense that this guy's reaching for a gun that he's got because he thinks it's going to kick off. It's absolutely delicious. And it's that thing of taking the audience t- to the point of complete uncomfortability. Is that a word? Yeah. Complete uncomfortability. And then going a little bit further. And then generally going... That was a gag, guys. Not always. Doesn't always, you know, reveal the punchline. Doesn't always pull the curtain back. But generally, goes, there you go. Um, It's absolutely, um, absolutely joyous. Andy Kaufman died way too young. And he's just, he had this brilliant character called um, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton was brilliant, right? So Tony Clifton was this obnoxious kind of Las Vegas singer character that he played. And he wore all this makeup so that no one recognised, I'm Tony Clifton. And he was sexist and racist and misogynistic and he was awful. Right. And uh, Andy Kaufman was, um, he was in a really big American sitcom in the late 70s, early 80s, called Taxi. It wasn't so big over here, but he had Danny DeVito. in was huge series, okay? And Andy Kaufman played the foreign man character in it. Thank you very much. And um, people loved it. It was like a really big star of it. And um, Kaufman got it written into his contract that in series two, his friend, Tony Clifton, would be a special guest star performer, right? And... Everybody knew that he was Tony Clifton, but he was such a big star that they pretended they didn't know he was Tony Clifton. They pretended that they kind of went along with the gag that Tony Clifton was was a friend of Andy Kaufman's and Andy Kaufman wouldn't be in that day. But Tony Clifton, the the this lounge singer, would be in and they wrote a whole script where Tony Clifton was a special guest star and Kaufman rocked up one day. Uh, As Tony Clifton and completely tore the place apart. He was rude to Danny DeVito. He might have even punched Danny DeVito and he got chased off the set. Oh, there's another one. There's another one where Andy, uh, Tony Clifton got booked on to the Dina Shaw show, I think, right? And everyone knew that Tony Clifton was Andy Kaufman, and he got on and he was obnoxious and he was drunk and he was rude and he was sexist to Dina Shaw and um it got really, really nasty. And they're all going, Look, Andy and he's going, Andy, I don't know what you're telling this, Andy Kaufman. I'm Tony Clifton, I don't know what they're going, Andy, we know it's you right and this goes on and on and on. And then Andy Kaufman walks out on stage and goes um guys what's going tony what are you doing and he he completely tricked it was it's just beautiful just beautiful you've got to love andy kaufman jeez hip 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 hip. gee what you got for us boss um well actually
8: first i want to say hi to mark what you you can't speak Um you
2: can't speak to mark he's he's my friend Okay, so we're not allowed to have mutual friends no, no, no. That's Is that the way it goes? That's the way it goes. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. Cheers for that, boss. Not pr- not problem.
8: <laughs> right. Yes. What I actually rang in about, and it's kind of spooky because you just had Harry on... Yes. ...before me. Yes. And I was actually ringing in to congratulate Harry... Oh. Oh. ...at performance ring. Yeah. Because I thought, for the first time yeah. on stage... Spitting custard at the front row. Yeah, that was awesome.
2: It was genius. It, 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 it's, it's genius. Absolute genius. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
8: it's it's Saturday night on ITV. Yeah. Yeah. Sit there, spit custard at the front row. Yeah. And tell terrible jokes. To, am I allowed to say clap jokes? You can say it because they were they were awful jokes. They were the worst jokes I've ever heard, but they were funny. Yeah, because yeah. They were the worst jokes I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Now I thought that no one could have topped my performance at Performance Ring.
2: Well, however, he may have just beat
8: you. Just pits me to the post, didn't he? Yeah.
2: It, it was just. It was just perfect. It was perfect performance. Do you know what would be absolutely? And I'm not suggesting Harry does this, right? Do you know what would be absolutely the absolute perfect finale to that act? Is if he. No, 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 no. Is if he never did anything ever again, and that was it. Oh, That, yeah, was, it. that was it. That's the only retire thing he has ever does. He does, he does that once, and that's it. it. He never does anything else, and he goes on and he lives a life, and he gets a proper job, and he never. And that's it.
8: That oh, would no, be no, perfect. No. Not even get a proper job. Just retire into obscurity on oh. the back of performance ring. Well, this is my career. I live with it. I don't
2: think. There's that much money to be made from a one-off performance that was seen by a hundred people. I don't think there is, James. Spitting but, um... custard at the front row. Yeah, yeah. Front row. Front row. Front row. Front row.
5: Front row.
8: Seriously. Yeah, front row. Row. Are we? Are we back on a nasty phone? In
2: are we? No, no, no. I'm just enjoying the roo. The roo. Front row. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's delicious. What kind of row? Exactly <laughs> The back row. Um John Let's try
16: again. Um John Hello. Hello, John. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. It, oh, there we go, did it together. Oh. Simultaneous hipping. Are you are you alright,
2: John? You sound very mellow, man
16: it's late. It's sleepy,
2: is it? Yeah, it's late. It's sleepy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got another <laughs> hour and ten minutes of this rubbish to go yet. By the way, 03444991000. For the first time uh, in nearly two hours, the switchboard has got some spaces.
16: Ooh. Oh. Well, that's where you end up talking to people like me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Are you stoned, man?
16: No. Oh. No, I just haven't slept properly for... About a week.
2: Hey, why was? Why have you not slept?
16: Don't know. Nothing. No. Nothing specific. Oh, that I know of anyway. No. No. I, I was going to say. I suppose. There's. I know. There's a lot of talk of depression and people who who have it, and I'm kind of. Gone
2: through it, and I think I'm on the other side of oh, it. Well done. It sounded yeah. I didn't mean it to. Genuinely, no, no, well no, done.
16: No no, 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 it's not. Don't worry. I, I know absolutely it's not. Um, but yeah, I was there. I was. I, I, well, I was on the drugs and things because I needed them to stop me from stopping myself. Yeah. And yeah, we're on holiday. Me and the missus a couple of months ago, and I kind of forgot to take my drugs. And I kind of got a glimpse of life without them. And what was that like? I was just seeing things a lot clearer. I mean, I was on at the time 40 of Seroxat. Okay. And I did need it to, to just dump everything down just to stop me from kind of going off the deep end. Yeah. And, but it just stopped function in a lot of other ways as yeah, well. Yeah yeah, yeah. I switched my brain off. Which yeah, I had its benefits. Can we but... can we can we address the issue?
2: Right. That no one addresses about on. taking antidepressants. Which one's that? The rude one.
16: Oh well yeah. oh, I didn't work for Yes.
2: Well, no. It, I mean, it, it, can we have this com- can we have this conversation, guys? We can have this conversation, right? No, and and I didn't realise that this was a this was a thing until I saw a comedian. It's one of the kids in the hall, and I can't think of his name, but he does a stand up comedy routine, right? And as soon as he said it, I went, I went "Oh, that's what it is." And we, when when you're taking antidepressants, right? And we're going to use adult language, right? And I'm embarrassed I've got two women watching me and I've got a bloke called Mark who's just left the studio. Nice timing, Mark. Um, <laughs> it's almost impossible to ejaculate.
16: Yes. Did you, did you find that? Here. I think it's the proper term, isn't it? Say that again. An orgasmia. I don't know, is there an, a word an, for it? An inability to climax.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, the, the Dan, who follows yeah. me on Twitter, um, sent a brilliant description of it a couple of weeks ago when we alluded to it, and we weren't so um, specific. And he said, it's like... <laughs> he said, it's like running a really good marathon, but they keep moving the finishing line.
16: No, nah, you see, it wasn't well. Was it not like that for you? Not like that for no, me. No, okay, okay. Well, it's different for it everyone. But it's, line.
2: it's um, it, 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 this this comedian whose name escapes me. He said he he does this whole thing about it where he stands and says, "When you're on antidepressants, you can't." And I thought, oh, flipping hell, it's a thing! It's a thing! Oh, right. Well, that's a relief.
16: Yeah. Well. In the marathon, sense, I had no interest in running either. <laughs> well, yeah. oh, it's, yeah.
2: it is funny, and it but it it stops us killing ourselves. So you know, it's, it's exactly. Swings, exactly. swings and roundabouts, isn't it?
16: Uh, <laughs> I feel a bit embarrassed now. I've said that. I know it's it's true, and yeah. look, you talking about it in in this sort of forum will help someone. Yeah, they'll, they'll help
2: someone talking who can't about
16: it in a, in, a, in an open and honest way. Yeah. As you have done, it, hearing things like this, and there's other things around as well yeah. where people talk o- about the struggles they have with life. Yeah, and the, the more people talk about it, and everyone sees that this this is stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah, it helps. It's good. And, and also,
2: me talking about it, me yeah. talking about it, because I do bang on about it a lot, and I do realise that for some people it's a bit a little bit boring. But me talking about it, um, it really m- helps me to. Um, be less judgeful, judgmental, of other people who are perhaps a bit angry, or, or who I think are being a knob, or, you know, or someone's got in front... You know, someone's been rude to me on the bus or something. Because my initial reaction is to think, oh, what a tosser. And sometimes I still do think that. But it's helping... By talking about it and talking to other people, it's, um... We don't know... We don't know what, um... Uh, burdens everyone else is carrying. We've got no idea. And if someone's rude to you on the... The bus, or you know, cuts you up driving. Well, you know, maybe they maybe they've got this. You know, maybe they've got this, and 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 just getting onto a bus for them is is a massive effort.
16: Yes, yeah, it could be. But some people I, I, are just do. Yeah, <laughs> that as well. Yes, very much. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 always something. I I hear some people talk like, well, for a certain. Calls to the show, yeah. For example, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a bit, bit month or so behind on the podcast. Oh,
2: you have got some good stuff
16: coming on. on on a long holiday. I, I've I've just had. What was it? Called? What was the episode? The Brexit bombshell.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you, well, um, you 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 wait till you get to Truth Pie. Oh,
16: <laughs> that split but, the audience. Uh, uh, it's, the thing is, I just. I mean, I'm the other side, I, I listen to Pat and I think, alright, go on, you, you bring your pitchfork, I'll, I'll get a sledgehammer and we'll, we'll have a go at it, we'll try it out.
2: John, listen, I, I can't <laughs> move on, it's, it's really nice to talk to you and I I feel slightly embarrassed that I've said all that, but it's true, you know, it's a, it's a thing. Thank you, John, and I'm glad that um, you're heading in the right direction, you may have crossed over that, um, maybe on the other side, but which is an inspiration to all of us. Right, last hour of the show, I'm still toying with doing this thing, but I wonder if we've been a bit too, it's quite heavy, and we've been quite heavy so far, so it's up to you. If but if, if, calling because we've we've got no calls for the first time it, it, about the whole show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with the Inlé on Talk
1: Radio across the UK online, online and on DAB. A new
0: kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Oh,
1: we're going
2: to play a... My friend Clint Boone emailed me in the week. We're going to play a lovely Clint Boone song when we come back after midnight. What, what a joy. I've just discovered him, rediscovered him on my iPod. Uh, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: I'm going to get Clint on the show. He was the keyboard player in the Inspiral Carpets. And he also did a couple of absolutely brilliant pop albums under the uh, Clint Boone experience. I got to introduce them on stage once, years ago. And they'd have the opera singer with them coming out and whoa, 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 doing all that. Wonderful. And Clint Boone is one of the nicest people. He's had a bit of a rough time recently because the the, the the drummer from the Inspiral Carpets passed away. Very, very young, early 50s, I guess. Uh, and he's passed away, and so they're obviously, you know, the the band are devastated. But um, the, Clint is hopefully going to come on in the new year. Just the nicest bloke in the world. I remember years ago, I did a gig for Clint Boone, DJing. Uh, um, uh, uh, where was I DJing? It was, um, it was somewhere in sort of East London at some weird venue. Quite a famous. It wasn't Turnmills. Was it? It might have been Turnmills. I might have done a DJing set at Turnmills, right? And there were two rooms, and there was the big room, and there was the small room, and I was DJing in the small room, two hundred quid cash in, and very nice. It was fifteen years ago. No, it wasn't, because I'd just stopped drinking. Um, so it was about twelve years ago. Because so I remember someone handed me um, two bottles of beer, and I was stood there going, oh, "I don't know what to do." I don't know what to do. And, and a friend who knew that I was stopping drinking said, I'll take those off you, Ian. Don't worry. Um, and uh, so I was the 0344 499 by the way, for the first time in the entire night. We haven't had we haven't got any phone calls on the switchboard. And I'm happy to sit here and chat for an hour because I'm I'm just warming up now. <laughs> I'm just warming up. But if you want to chip in, then we we can. Um and I uh, was DJing in the small room, and to start off with, it were, there were quite a few people, like dancing and stuff. I, I don't know, I was a DJ. It's all on it's compact disc. So was, I was playing. I was I was a DJ at XFM. I was on XFM. So, and I I played. Um, I started off playing some pop stuff, like um, Flagpole Sitter by. Uh, was it Harvey Danger? Do you remember? It's in the American Pie film, apparently. I only found out recently. It's a great song. And some other kind of poppy stuff like that. And then I went a bit, then I went a bit left field and I played a bit of Zappa. Can't afford no shoes for those um, Zappa aficionados out there. Then I think I went on to cardiacs and belly eye. And at this point, everybody had gone. Literally, everybody had gone apart from the three people that I had brought with me as my plus ones. Um, And so I was a little bit humiliated. But in the next room, I believe that Sean Ryder had just started his set. So, you know, they all went to see Sean Ryder. Anyway, I then went backstage, stuck around for a bit. I didn't see Sean's set. Uh, I went backstage to um, speak to Clint and to get me money and to say thank you very much indeed. And um, I'll be off because it was was early days of not drinking and and doing drugs and stuff. And I didn't really want to hang around there. Oh, you know, I don't want to hang around in those places anyway. And so I went in, I remember going to this tiny room. Might have been a kitchen. And Clint Boone was there. I don't know if Sean was there, but Bez was there. Bez. And Bez was. Um, well, his eyes were as round as saucers. What's that story? Is it the little tin soldier? With the dog's eyes, one dog's eyes were as round as saucers. His eyes were as round as saucers, and he's really, he's got his face. His face, on the east. And Clint, being the gentleman that he is, went, All right, Bez, this is my mate, Ian. And Bez came over to me with his eyes as wide as saucers. And said, all right, all right, my house are gone. all right, it was all. And we were talking for a little bit. He talked at me for a little bit. And then some of the um, synapses in his brain snapped into place. And he remembered that we'd met about three months before when I had hosted um a show on what was then BBC Choice is now BBC Three called Liquid News. And I was kind of the stand-in host, and it was hosted by a very um it was hosted by a, a, a slightly rotund, bald camp gentleman who died. Um what was his name? He was such a lovely man. And when he died, it was a real he was he was only young. What was his name? He would have if he hadn't have died, he would be an absolutely huge star now. He would own the BBC. Um Oh, I can see him. And he was so lovely. And it was such a shock when he died. And they tried to, um, they tried to suggest it was drugs and it wasn't. He just had a terrible, it, it was just terrible bad luck. He had some sort of ear infection. Christopher Price. Thank you, Catherine. Christopher Price. Oh, that's made me sad because that's the first time I've thought about him for years. He was, do you recognize him? Such a lovely man. I mean, God, this, he must have passed away. 10 years ago, such a lovely man, such a talent, absolutely delightful, wonderful, could really turn up the campness when he died in 2002, did he? Did he really? Just give me a moment to let that sink in, 14 years ago, oh dearie man, and he saw that. what, oh that's, all oh, that's just got me there, because it's the first time I've thought of him in years, and he was such a nice man, he was so delightful to me. Because it was early days for me, and um, he was. Oh, he was. Oh, I've I've gone a little bit emotional there um anyway he passed away very very suddenly and it wasn't drugs it was it was he, 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 i think he got some kind of brain infection or so anyway 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 so i used to fill in on um on this show before he passed away and then when he passed away i, I, I was kind of up for presenting the show so much so i was up for presenting the show they said well, you you're going to present the show ian and it was so much du- a, a done definite deal keith i'll come to you in a minute i promise that i went and bought a flat on the premise of getting this show then they gave it to Richard Bacon and um, the woman with the eyes. A um, daughter's dress caught fire recently. Claudia Winkleman. Yeah, they gave it to Richard. They gave it. To, I'm going. But you, I've bought a flat. I've bought a flat. Um, I used to know Claudia Winkleman. Imagine, imagine the days I used to know Claudia Winkleman. We were friends. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm going off on so many tangents, right? And I had interviewed, uh, Bez had been one of the, uh, Keith and and Manny, I promise I'll get you in a bit, 03444991000. I had interviewed Bez on this show, I was the host of the show, and it was live, 30 minutes, live, about 7 o'clock, on on, on what was now BBC3, and I don't know what we it's was, it was like showbiz news. I mean we talked about Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson or whatever. And um in fact, I got in a lot of trouble talking about Michael Jackson on there. Anyway, Bez was on, and for some reason Bez went off on a tangent about the Falklands and about how we'd been lied to about the Falklands and stuff. And when you're doing live TV, um, you you have someone talking in your ear and they were going, Yeah, can you um get him back to talk about Whitney Houston, please? Yeah. Yeah. Can you and I didn't want to interrupt. This is why I wasn't particularly good at TV, because I someone would be in my ear saying, can you get them back to the thing? And I didn't really... I was too polite to interrupt. Um, but we were coming to the end of the show. And they said, OK, and you've got the show's going to wrap in 10, 9... And he was still going on about the Falklands. 8, 7, talking about the Falklands. And it was a lie, and we were lied to. 6, and I went, Bez, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there. It's the end of the show. Thanks very much for watching. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7. Right. And afterwards, Bez... Kind of was a bit funny and got a bit angry, but then I, I didn't really think anything of it. Anyway, f- flash forward a couple of months and we're at this thing, and his eyes are as wide as saucers. And he's talking about stuff, and then about five minutes he goes, Oh, I, I remember you. You're that bastard that stopped me talking about the effing Falklands. I effing hate you. I've, I, you're an effing idiot. You shouldn't. What was it? And he started laying into me. Like, really, it, and give me, he was giving me the finger in the chest, the finger in the chest. And I got, I was getting quite upset because I was thinking, this is Bez. And I'm, I'm stone cold sober. And I was going, Bez, look, I'm really sorry, man. It was a live program and they were telling me, mate, like, well, you should have, you were effing rude now. And, I I and, and, and Clint, being such a gentleman, saw that there was an issue between two of his friends and he kind of, he managed to interrupt Bez and distract him for a bit, probably by waving drugs in his face. And, um, and that was my cue to get the heck out of there. Well, that story covered a lot of ground, didn't it? Really? DJing, Bez, oh, Christopher Price. Mm. He was lovely. If I had my computer, I'd play a clip. Maybe I'll play a little clip of Christopher Price tomorrow. Um, 0344 499 1000 Keith, Manny, come to you
1: after this Across the UK Online and on DAB
0: Late night, Ian Lee On the talk
1: radio We have ways of making you talk
2: I'm going to do the thing I was hinting at I think I'm going to do tomorrow Right because it's quite heavy, and there's only 40 minutes left, and it might take a bit more time than that. But I've got this brilliant book called A Gentle Path, right? And it's, it's for people who do the 12 steps, right? A friend gave it to me, and it's, it's a cracking read. And there's this, there's this exercise in it, right? And it sounds a little bit... It doesn't sound a little bit heavy. It sounds well heavy, right? But actually, it's quite a useful um, tool... And I mean, it's got the worst title: "One Year to Live" fantasy. And basically, no, I know, I know. Cast pulled the face, but basically, you imagine that you've been told you've got a year left to live, right? And you then list, um, you list all the places that you want to go to in that year, all the people you want to see in that year, all the people that you don't want to see anymore in that year. And it's basically to work out: Are you wasting your time? In the job that you're doing, and with the people that you are with, and it's 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 it really does um, put everything into perspective. But it's heavy; it's really heavy. But I think, and it's things like saying, "Look, the, the unfinished things that you need to do," including saying, "I'm sorry to someone" or "I love you to someone." You know, you know what I mean? It's heavy, man. So maybe, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. I've been thinking about doing this for a while, and I keep bottling it a bit. So we'll we'll see. Keith, good evening. Good evening, Keith. What kind of room? <laughs> wow, that's a throwback to two hours ago.
3: <laughs> well done, man. Respect. <laughs> um, I found him at Clint in Italy, but but then you mentioned Bez.
2: Yep. You crossed the Bez. I crossed Bez, man. I crossed Bez. His yeah. eyes were as wide as saucers. you he remembered. You're, Keith, move move near a w- window or something. I don't know why people say that, because windows don't make mobile phones work any better, but you're breaking up a bit.
14: Oh, terrible! well, that? What? I know.
2: Oh, huh? I'll call you back. Bye. <laughs> uh, that, well, that was... Do call us back, so I want to know what you were saying. It wasn't, you know, me trying to get rid of you, because I don't want to tell another story about... Um, so, Manny! Oh, yeah. Man. Hey, Manny, what's going on, man? You're sounding proper down these days. Um, I was listening to you earlier, about Manny, 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 Manny,
5: you're, you're Manny, really... Manny, 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 yeah,
2: yeah have a cough, and put, <coughs> uh, here we go, and put your mouth near the mouthpiece. Can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 what is going on with you, man? You sound terrible. Uh, I was listening to
12: you earlier. Yeah. And um, when you're lying in your bed, and, um, you know, you look for so much hang. I do that in my garage. Really? I've got six, six beans in my garage. Yeah. Right. I've got a chair and a little table where I have my cigarette. And sometimes I look at that and I think, well, I could do it in that corner. Can I ask if, a- I, do, it. if I do it on this side yeah. when they open the door? Yeah. Which my I've got a door from the kitchen that leads into the garage. Yeah. They could see me directly, sort of, my kids could see me. If I do it on this side, yeah, yeah. they might not see me. Anyway, I wrote a suicide letter. Did you really? I've still got that For letter. How long, think, ago,
2: two, how long ago was it, Manny, sorry? Four years. Four then. years ago. And this was after you'd gone blind, yeah?
12: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I was sort of losing my... Yeah. Sorry, losing my... I've got this suicide It's in my suit pocket, inside suit pocket. Well, I know nobody's going to check now. Mm. But if I do do something, obviously they're going to sort of go through my things, so, and, you yeah. know, and they'll find it. Has anyone ever read it? No, apart from me when I
2: wrote it.
5: But,
2: oh, and no one knows about it? No, no. And you're and you're, telling, you're
5: telling, you're sharing it with me?
2: They will only find that
12: later if, if, if say yeah. I commit suicide yeah. and they're going to get rid of more clothes or whatever. Obviously, people go through your pockets, don't they? Mm. Uh, anyway, another thing is... Hang on, hang, nice se- hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on.
2: Hang on. Manny, shut up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not letting you, um, skate over that, um... That's an, that's an amazing thing you just shared with me, and I really appreciate you sharing it with me. Thank you.
12: Uh, anyway, I've got an um, insurance policy with Legal and General. Okay, which I've had for about ten years. Yeah, it got to a some, somebody was just talking to me, and we were talking about something else, and yeah. it just cropped up. But he goes, you know, it, just some, something in the paper, somebody committed suicide. Yeah. And then I asked I a person, I said, well, what about if you've got an insurance policy? would cover it. Would, would that cover it? Anyway, I found it legal in general. Yeah. Oh, I didn't give my name. Yeah, exactly. some, you don't want to tip them blah, off. Blah, blah, blah. And it's for the first year. If you commit suicide in the first... It's not all politics, some policies. Yeah. If you commit suicide in the first year... You know, they don't pay out, but right, legal in general will yeah. pay out after the first. So now, if I do commit suicide, I will be covered.
2: Right, I'm going to ask a question, and then don't, I'm we're going to go a little bit darker, and then I'm going yeah. to bring it out of the darkness a little bit, Manny, because I'm 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 worried that we're giving people ideas, and I don't. In fact, I'm not going to ask that question. I've, there's a there's a question I want to ask, but I, I'm yeah. just concerned. That we're getting a little bit, and this, this, this isn't. If if this was just your call in isolation, I'd be all right pursuing this a bit. But we, because we've had a few calls, kind of about this. I just, I just don't. I don't want to give people ideas. Do you know what I mean? And that is. <laughs> So
12: other things, you know, you know, you know, like before I could go out and buy my own clothes, yeah. Yeah. I could get it. and then, even if I've got to buy a bloody t shirt, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have my wife or my daughter. Manny,
2: Manny, just, just, Manny. Just, just. So, what is going on with you? Because something shifted in you in the last couple of weeks, in that you're not engaging with me. So I've just sitting down. And yeah, and I can tell. I can tell, because you're, you're, the, the last few calls, n- normally, when we've spoken in the past, we engage. And I don't necessarily mean we have a laugh, but we do. But that's not the yeah, only yeah. thing. But I will say something, and you will respond to it, and vice versa. The last couple of weeks we've spoken, you're not even listening to me, and that's not a criticism. I'm not having a go. It's just an observation.
12: No, it's just getting me down. Because even if I've, you know, even if I've got to buy a t-shirt, a I've got shoes, I've got to have somebody with me to make. Before I could just go out, and get what I wanted, and you know, if I liked it, I'd buy it. And now I have to have somebody bloody with me. Even you know, even if I've got a bloody fifteen pound t-shirt. Yeah, fifteen pounds on a t-shirt.
2: Where are you spending fifteen quid on a t-shirt? Mm-hmm. JDs or something like sports. Anyway, JDs sports sell t-shirts for fifteen quid. You're having a laugh, Manny. I'm just saying, right? They're telling you it's a Nike t-shirt, but it's not. It's just like a plain uh, M and S one.
12: I've got some people with me just to yeah. say, Oh, that that looks okay, or that colours okay, or them jeans are okay or those Yeah. Shoes are bloody okay. I could I could go anywhere, anywhere.
2: Yeah. I oh, must it, be awful. I the, the losing I'm rely in the, on bloody people just losing your area. You're not, so you're doing I Manny.
12: I, I can't go out my bloody area.
5: Manny.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm restricted to like Manny. a four mile radius. Manny. I'm worried about you because you're not engaged. You're not even listening to me, man. Who are you talking to outside of me? No, no, I don't talk to. I just talk to a f- few
12: friends. Yeah, you know, somebody up in trust. I don't speak to everybody. Well, you, I, you need,
2: know, to, you know, know, need to, but... you need to start sharing outside of me because I'm, I'm slightly concerned by your change in um, demeanor. No, no, I'm not like that. but no, no, no. I'm no, not, I'm not for a second thinking you're going to top yourself, but. There is, there is a real. There is a real. You're doing it now. Maybe you can't hear me. I can hear you. There is a real change in your personality and the way you are interacting with me, and it makes me. It scares me a little bit. (laughs) No, no. I'm just saying, you know, things come into your head. It's, Even if, if you're
12: sitting down, you need, there's people sitting around It's not around the subject home.
2: matter. It's not the subject matter that scares me. It's it, it, uh, you. Sound like a robot, dude. You don't sound no. like you. You've lost that little you've lost that spark. Oh no, it just getting a bit down like this you know this time of year. Yes, yeah, right. I,
12: I used to go out and have bloody fun and everything and now it's just restrictions sort of daytime it's just a i I used to go to work at four o'clock in the morning. I used to come back home at half past one do a dusty have a few pints, you know sit with the kids and do this and that everybody's got their own lot like the of kids they've got their own little thing now have not they uni or doing this work and Wife's working. Yeah. Like she's working. She's working tonight, and then it gets me a bit down. But then you think, oh, somebody's got to work to pay the bloody bills and yeah. shit, stuff like that. Just, just even when there's people sitting around me at the home, I'm in, I still get that thing. I, I could go into the into the garage and I could. Nanny. Oh,
13: I'm, Manny. I'm gonna, Manny. Be, I'm, I'm gonna, Manny. Be, I'm, I'm gonna, Manny. Let me just say one. No, 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 no. Are, we, no, no. are we even to? You're not listening, Manny. You're not
2: engaging with okay. me, and it's making me very uncomfortable. I want you to do one of two things. I want you to either go to bed now, or or phone someone else up, the Samaritans, a friend, whatever. Because, um, y- y- your your lack of engagement is 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 concerning me.
12: I'm sitting on my bed now, like, listening to you on the radio. Right. Go to bed. Go to sleep.
2: Okay. All right. I love you, man. And you, you. and everybody. All right, up your bum. There we go. I got um, my breath got taken away then by when I was talking to Manny because I was reading something. I thought, oh, I've got a nice jolly story we can go to after Manny to kind of cheer us all up. And it's not. It's really heartbreaking. Can we do one? Let's. Can I just read this story? Oh, this is the saddest thing. Oh God, it's going to make me cry. What a roller coaster. I saw this on Twitter and I didn't pay any attention because I don't pay attention to things. I don't click on links. A child's... Have you seen this letter? A child's heartbreaking Christmas letter to a dead father has inspired an internet search. Did you see this, cat? Oh! Um... Stuart McCall, who found the message tied to a balloon in a field near Dunfermline, hopes to find the child and help get his Christmas wishes come true. Stuart, 30, from 5, shared the image of the letter on social media after finding it on Monday. <clears throat> I don't know if I can read it. I'm going have a go at reading it. No, i will going have a go. So it's, just, it's written by a kid. Right? So it's kid's writing. There's drawings in the, the the margins, and there are three hearts at the top. And at the top, in big red letters, it says "Hi Dad!" exclamation mark. <clears throat> oh. Hi Dad. Just writing a letter. Oh, Flippin' heck. Just writing a letter to tell you I'm missing you and to tell you the news. I'm sure you know I'm in foster care because mum is sick and my ear is blocked from Monday. What tomorrow we're leaving. I really miss school and you. Oh, flipping it, this is tough. I know you're up in heaven, but are you safe? Mm. Oh, yeah, before I go. Here's my dream and Christmas list. Well, this isn't exactly the uh, bundle of laughs I was expecting it to be. My dream. Oh, God, I can't read it. I can't read it. My dream... Is for you, my daddy, to put a note under my pillow that you wrote. Oh God! Oh, flipping heck! <laughs> and then he writes Christmas list: boots, studs, and um, Rubik's cube. Oh. Well, I wasn't expecting that to be... Uh... Oh, flippin' heck. Oh. And that's it. And that's your lot. Oh, he wants a Real Madrid kit. And then at the bottom, he says, Bye, Daddy, I love you.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Well. Well, that's something, isn't it, eh? Flipping heck. Oh dear. Let's have a break, is it?
0: Late night Ian Lee. Unfiltered <laughs> Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk, talk Radio. Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk. What's oh, true?
2: I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that. Well There you go. Um last We're all <laughs> can we go home now? Can the two mics come in now? Can, they, can we have them shouting at each other please have you seen the time have you seen the time Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number we call you back I think we've got Keith on a better line good evening Keith so would you like to sing a carol now <laughs> you massive idiot ah! Ah! Um, no carols suck man
13: would you like to sing a carol now?
14: Yes, please. Which one? In fact, okay. Do you know what I've got? Okay. Do you know what? Let's 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 flip it around. Okay. Yeah. Because Clint Boone, Okay.
5: Yeah.
2: The
14: Has legend. he still got the hair? Has he still got the hair?
2: I think he might be bald now. Oh no! Don't say that. I think because Clint, because he had because
15: amazing,
14: he had the amazing bowl like, cut. It was like it was like a sort of um, stormtrooper's helmet, but without the <laughs> without the face lit. That's an excellent
2: description of him. Yeah, I think he's bald now. <laughs>
14: But I was listening to the song that he did, like, um, you know, that song that you played. Yeah. And it really reminded me of one of his other songs. Yeah. Can you play a bit of it back? Um, yes, I can. And we'll, and, 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 we'll, and, we'll, and we'll sing along to that.
9: Here we go.
6: This is how it feels to be small. This is how it feels when your life means nothing at all. Oh-ho! This is how it feels to be lonely. This is how it feels to be small. This is how it feels when your life means nothing at all.
2: You know what? Your spot. There's a song, isn't there? That I mean, that is a that is a great Fantastic. song. I Fantastic. don't know if I've um um. My mind's gone completely blank. Cool as f. What was the band called? Spiral Carpets. There we go. Spiral Carpets. Carpets. I don't yes. know if I've got yeah. them on. Uh, it, 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 if we have, hang on a minute.
14: Monkey on your back.
2: I've got the. Oh no! I've not. I thought I had the full box set because I did have the copy of the box set. No. Um. No, 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 no. Well, we uh, we can't we can't we cannot finish on uh, on that. Anyway, it's a little bit too. No, let's finish Can you find Inspira Carpets? This is how it feels. Not the 12-inch. Um, and that count will end on that, shall we? Because it's been up and down, up and down like a bride's nighty.
14: So, um, anyway, listen, I haven't got a dad either, you know. And, yeah. yeah, you know, at least tomorrow I get to wake up with Penny Smith. Happy days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, she's not on tomorrow, is she? It's Friday tomorrow. Oh, God. You got to wake up with Paul Ross, not quite so happy days. No, <laughs> no, I, I meant in real life.
7: <laughs> anyway, see you
2: later. Bye. Um, that was worth getting him back on a better line, wasn't it? Huh? <laughs> oh three, Catherine. Why don't you come in? Come in. Let's put this microphone up here. Catherine, come in. And um, uh, we've not heard. We, we've not heard nothing from Catherine this evening, and I feel. Um, you're right. Yeah. It's been up and down tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's been all over You nearly swore again. You did that thing. No, it's that
17: flipping egg, no, yes.
2: No, you did that. I thing. don't I don't you you,
17: we, you think that I swear a lot more than I actually
2: You swear said. under your breath I don't. a lot. But I you think you think you're saying flipping egg no, but actually you're saying F in Hell. I'm
17: not, I'm northern and I um, mutter. My mum's always telling me off for it. Considering The mottery, not the northern. She did that to me.
2: I really thought... Um, I didn't know... What, this is this is the joy of doing this show. Mm. Is, um started off with a rant about Christmas carols. It didn't really go anywhere, which is fine. And we've ended up
9: all over the place,
2: haven't yeah. we? Yeah. That letter from that boy. Oh, I can't even think about it. Can't even think about it. Two... Um, Hey, yeah, yeah.
17: I've had a thought that's made me feel terrible Uh-oh. about that letter.
2: Why it's not yours, is it? No, but You didn't write it for a, for a joke.
17: What if what if it's a hoax? Well
2: it's... this ah now I thought about that. Does it matter? Does it matter if it's a it's hoax? It's
17: a pretty cynical hoax if it is. Well
2: No, because because of what it um M- made me feel and made me remember. I don't mind if it's a hoax. Yeah. I'd be I'd be a little bit disappointed if it was a hoax, but um no, no, no! Actually, I think part of
17: me is telling myself that to stop myself feeling so awful about it. Do
2: you know? What, actually, I hope it is a hoax because it's the saddest thing yeah, exactly. ever. exactly. Actually, I do. I, I would. I would be relieved if it were a hoax. That's what I
17: think
5: it is. Because
2: I've had the. I've had the, the benefit of um, remembering my dad and missing my dad and worrying. You know, thinking about my boys when I'll be gone and all. And we've talked about suicide and some heavy stuff today. Um, so I've. I've had all of that stuff. But there's also not a young boy that is, that is missing his dad. In foster
17: care, missing his dad. His mum not being one. Don't well. keep talking about it! Cause I'm I wrong. found a note Go from there. my daughter once. You know, it was a, no, it was a Valentine's card. But you know how sometimes kids put things and they're not trying to manipulate or trigger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what have your kids done?
17: Vegan, when she was really little. She was probably like only just writing. So it's in oh. this really scratchy writing and I've kept it because it broke my heart. Yeah. It was um, a Valentine's card. Yeah. Mummy, I love you. Do you love me?
2: Oh Of course. You, the answer to that is no.
17: Not as much as your sister. <laughs> no, that's not true. But you know when Ooh. kids write that, and yeah. she didn't mean to. Oh, that uh. made me feel awful.
2: Well, that does mean that you've not been displaying. Your I know love exactly. So she's like, oh God, Mummy doesn't love me. Maybe I'm adopted. Maybe I'm gonna go go and eat worms. <laughs> Um, last 20 minutes of the show,
0: do give us a call or stick it up your bum, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Late night, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk.
2: Here's, um, here's a message. Hi, Ian. I've just started listening again since I found you here, but we have a pass from LBC. Oh!
6: Oh.
2: In fact, that's why I want to apologise. Oh, nice one, Stuart. You sent a group email... Inviting everyone for a drink, when I had already said I live in the northeast. This is true, right? I did this thing. Uh, I think this is what you're referring to, Stuart. And if I, if it's if it's a different thing, I apologise. But um, when I was um, at LBC I invited all my listeners out for a drink at the bar next door. It's called Bills. I think it was called Bills. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're going to meet up and have a drink after the show, and probably record some bits, and then that'll be that. And David Lloyd, my boss at the time, who let me get away with anything, he went, I'm really worried, Ian. What, <laughs> if, what if a thousand people turn up? I said, no, no, David, a thousand people won't turn up. He said, but what if a thousand people, I, I want you to cancel it. Oh, i up yours, David. You're, you're stifling my creativity. Never as, as a man a- allowed me to do so much. Uh, you know, I'll help yours, David. Went on air the drinks are cancelled and we you know for the next two days the drinks are cancelled they're not happening and then i went to the boozer anyway just in case some people hadn't heard and there there were um there were four people there including john looney um benji who i was buying the drinks and he kept having triples
17: because <laughs> you were buying the drinks and a
2: couple of items. so maybe this is what you're talking about Stuart, i don't know you sent a group email inviting everyone for a drink when i had already said i live in the northeast and i called you a winker <gasps> and sulked a bit to my eternal shame I hope you accept the apology in the spirit that it is meant Um, Stuart I don't remember it Thank you very much for apologizing. I will uh, I, I accept it and our um, yes, I do want all of it. Thank you, uh, 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 Emma. Uh, um, and our slate is clean. Our slate Gosh. is clean. If
17: you held a grudge against everyone that called you a winker,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well there'll be 20 people on the way in tonight. <laughs> Flipping heck, it was get- it was mean streets out there this evening. It was it was tough out there this evening coming in. Some very very angry uh, individuals. Can we say they weren't? But can we say Hindu individuals? Is that is that offensive to call people
17: Hindu individuals? What are you doing there with those words? You...
2: I'm, I'm, if I would, if they were to, if I was addressing a group of Hindunese gentlemen, Hindunese from India, <laughs> you call them Hindus. I call them Hindus, Hindu individuals. Hindustanis.
17: Stop. Don't call them any of that.
2: Hindians? I mean, I don't know. Is it, is, am I being... A, am I racist? It, yeah. I am, actually. And I don't care. I don't care who knows. Well, you... Um, I've written down some stories, but now I've coloured in all the letters. I can't...
17: You've made it indecipherable.
2: What does that say? Leg... Leg Podger. What? So it, thanks,
5: thanks, what do like, you know
2: about Leg Podger? 19 of the Star. It looks like I've written <laughs> Leg Podger. Oh! Flipping it! Leo! They've got a flipping it. This is outrageous! This is outrageous! Fat-shaming, body-shaming, right? Yes. You know I've got an issue with my my fat belly, right? Yeah, you're I don't doing like it, it.
17: you're the one fat-shaming yourself every five minutes.
2: Right. So they've got a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio in his shorts, right? Yeah. Who ate de pies? <gasps> who ate de pies? Right? Wolf of Wall Street star Leonardo DiCaprio is still clearly living the high life if his extra podge is anything to go by. The Oscar winner, 42, was taking time out in yeah. a pre-Christmas break in Mexico with acting friend Lucas Haas. Boo. Now, there's now. your
17: clue. He's taking time out. No, but,
2: but, 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 but. Right.
17: We all get a belly on Head The holiday.
2: headline is, Who ate de pies? <laughs> extra podge extra punch! now look at that picture of him
17: oh that's not that there's nothing there (laughs) that's just a bloke there's nothing right there it's outrageous but when women when this happens with women it wouldn't be who ate the pies it would be who's got a bun in the oven yeah and it's not it's just that they're sitting down or they're on holiday and they've eaten more than a salad there's nothing there
2: i dream of looking like that there's nothing there
17: I mean that is, and they put it next to the puddings as well the, <laughs> in the advert. That is, I think,
2: the first time I've kind of seen a male body shaming image. Maybe it's because I'm just going I'm aware of it because I'm, I'm, I am quite sensitive about my mm. weight at the moment. And I was a little bit upset with um, with Abdul in the petrol station. He wasn't being rude. He was just, you know, he's, he, he, uh, but, uh,
17: uh, it's like when people say to me, they have not seen me for a while." Well, you're looking well.
2: Means you lost weight. No. Oh,
17: it means you put weight on, doesn't it?
2: I always no. I thought you you look you're looking well means you've lost weight. Oh, I don't know. I lost a lot
17: of weight about a year ago, and I'm... You were
2: looking really well then. <laughs> you look not so well now.
17: <laughs> I've stabilised a bit now, and when I say stabilised, it's mm. like, there's not much in it. But I know I'm bigger than I was, and I'm not bothered about it. But it's when people say things like, Ooh. you're looking well.
2: Give me that, because we're... we're, we're, we're... It
17: makes me wonder.
2: Oh, no, it's here. Look, 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 I'm glad we, we pulled that page out, because look at the start. Um, Dave Snelling. StarTech. He's got some Star Wars toys.
17: Oh, I've seen those um, little round, the ball droids. The are ball quite a droids, fancy
2: one hundred and eighty quid.
17: I don't fancy one anymore.
2: The roly Poly BB-8 app powered droid is back in a special collector's edition. It's controlled by your smartphone and now includes a force band to complete combat training. Stop!
17: Surely this is for children.
2: Or collect digital holocrons and become strong in the ways of the force. Oh, these are very expensive Star Wars toys. Here's another one: Star Wars battle drone, two hundred and thirty quid not for kids fancy flying an x-wing fighter yeah a real one for that much money or darth vader's tie fighter well now you can these star wars drones buzz around at 35 miles per hour and can perform corkscrew rolls if your pals also buy one you can battle it out no. do you remember when we bought drones yeah
17: mine's in the um, wardrobe still oh you're mine's covered up. in blood yeah yeah
2: you're covered in blood because that, that we bought these these little ones <laughs> And they've got the f- the, f- the four little things. They were really hard to drive. I knew I should have been suspicious, because I saw mine, um, they were like flying it in John Lewis or something, and I said, can I have a go? And he went, no. And then I should have thought, oh, because it's impossible to fly.
17: No, it wasn't just that. Lethal. Well, uh, my instructions... Both of us, instructions were both
2: covered in... Covered in, in blood. S- blood spatter. Because I tried to do it in the bedroom... This is- and it come and it cut my face and my ears. And there's film of it cutting my face and my ears.
17: That's the thing, right? Because they've got cameras on. So you've got that. You've got film of the um, the drone attack. I've got film of mine landing in Next Door's garden. And then me, with a pink kid's um, yeah. fishing net, trying to fish it out of a bush.
2: Yeah. Oh, they're lethal.
17: Absolutely But it's lethal. all on film, which is always helpful.
2: Star Wars speakers. So it's like Darth Vader's head or... Um, um, uh, Stormtrooper's helmet. I bought a helmet cam. Oh, no, it's not what I thought it was.
17: Oh, I bought my nephew um, the Chewie mask. You know the one. On that one. Oh yeah. He won't wear it. He's frightened to death of it. Three
2: hundred and fifty quid for these Star what? Wars speakers. Star Wars fans are certain to like the sound of these space themed speakers. The limited edition Bluetooth Star Wars boom boxes. Boom boxes.
6: Well, who
1: we're not that? allowed to
2: say ghetto blasters. No. Or any of the other phrases my dad used. Are mm. animated. And bring a life-sized Darth Vader stormtrooper or death trooper head into your home to blast out your favourite tunes.
17: They're animated, but those masks did not have moving mouths. Mm. They've not thought about this, have they?
2: I'll be honest. We're just saying this stuff to Phil. Um, Star Wars charger, phone charger, if your smartphone isn't feeling the fault. (laughs) Marlene, you can now give it a boost of these Star Wars-themed chargers. There are four styles to choose from, including R2-D2, Darth Vader and BB-8. What's the fourth one? What's the fourth one? Twelve quid. That's a bit of fun, that is. All right,
17: that's a bit more
2: reasonable. That's a stocking filler. It's a little bit of fun. It's a little bit of fun. Something for the dads. Um, And then there's some other crap you can buy. Um, Well, um, that's it, dear listener. That's your lot. We're going to end a little bit early and we're going to um, play... I'm fascinated by this um, um, Amir Khan. I know. I'm fascinated by it. Just because
17: it's so horrible know, being played out in public. I
2: don't know who any of the people are, but <laughs> I'm really fascinated by the whole thing. You don't know who they are, they should all stop talking. Yes, they should. Um, that's it, that's your lot, dear listener. We're going to end um, with uh, Inspiral Carpets, This Is How It Feels, which is just a wonderful job. Well, not only is it a brilliant song, but I remember working out the uh, keyboard bit on my um, Bon Tempe, On my Bon Tempe. Oh, beautiful. I had a Bon Tempe. Um, uh, Mark, have you got enough for your, for your film? Yep. You've, you've filmed three hours of this tosh. Yeah. For what's going to be, what, four minutes?
9: Four or five minutes, yeah. Well, it depends how long it comes out. Yeah. I don't want to make it too long. No, don't, this is the thing, we've discussed this, you've got to be short
2: short and snap it online otherwise you lose them short and it, boom you, if you've not got them in the first 10 seconds you ain't got them at all emma that nice to have you on board and mark very nice to meet you thank you for coming Thanks, it's man. been literally it's been a pleasure to have you actually catherine we need to talk oh. um back on friday night now on friday tonight we're gonna try straight to air one more time for the last hour of the show because i just kind of feel maybe it's in the it, it, it worked in the 90s and the early 2000s. But now in the 21st century, when everyone can post clips of them wherever, I don't know if we need it. Anyway. <laughs> um, that's it. That's a lot. Until tonight at 10, ta-ta.
11: Kids don't know what's wrong with mom She can't say, they can't see Putting it down to another bad day Daddy don't know what he's done Kids don't know what's wrong with mom So this is how it feels happening. to be lonely This is how it feels to be small
6: This is how it feels
11: See how I did on a plate So this is how It feels to be lonely This is how
1: Christmas on Talk Radio. Merry Christmas. Top of the tree.
0: Talk radio, we'll get you talking.